Hello, everybody. This is Double Bill Chill. I'm Spike. I'm Jake. And today we're talking about Drive My Car. Yeah。How'd you like this? Uh, I thought that this movie was a very, very good movie. Yeah, it's like, phenomenal. It is it is incredible. Um I you know, you look at it, it's got a three hour runtime. Yeah. Seems a little daunting. Yep. Uh but it was it's kind of a breeze. It's, it's like true. a breezy it's, it's three weird. hour movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um and uh it's uh it's beautiful like the cast is phenomenal like it's beautifully yeah, shot yeah. like everything it's got a lot of beautiful things to say it's and it says a lot there's yeah. there's quite a bit of dialogue and it's like it's it's oh every time you watch this you're going to get something new oh yeah yeah um and yeah it is i guess dense but i wouldn't I wouldn't say the experience is dense. Would you call Chekhov dense? Yeah. Oh, then yeah, this might seem a little dense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it's our first movie with an actual Chekhov's gun. Yes. Yeah, we have a literal Chekhov's gun in this movie. We keep talking about it. We're giving it to you here on this podcast, an actual Chekhov's gun. You're welcome. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, man, I just... Uh, have you seen any other Hamaguchi movies? No, this was my first one. Have yeah. You, have you seen any? I haven't. Yeah. Um, um, he does a lot of long cinema. There's, um, mm-hmm. I think it's Happy Hour is like yeah. over five hours. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, there's a few that I want to see. There's like Asako 1 and 2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that is one movie. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I was super impressed with this. Yeah. And it was just the... It's kind of like a more philosophical, like Eric Romer, mm, mm-hmm, in the mm-hmm. way that he kind of shoots stuff and yeah, uh, the way that this movie was shot. I don't know about his other movies, yeah, because um, I haven't seen them, but um, they're uh, they're really well composed. But like it's uh, it's focused on the dialogue, yeah, while still seeming very cinematic. It's a it's, uh, I will say, like, it reminded me of our conversation when we did, uh, went over uh, The Worst Person in the World, mm-hmm. how it's very dialogue heavy. That's how you get a lot of the information. Um, yeah. But it's yeah. not, it's not all exposition. You're getting a lot of, like, internal thoughts and For sure. things yeah. like that from, yeah. from the dialogue by the characters and the dialogue from the, the, the play. Yes. Uh, that, yeah. And there, that is, um, from what I can tell, a total addition to this version uh, that's mm-hmm. not in the, the the short stories that this is based on. Yeah, I think there's like a couple of lines from that Chekhov. mention yeah. Vanya, but yeah, uh, yeah not... they, they are putting on Uncle Vanya in this movie, yeah. and it I, I'd say that plays a pretty big role in that. Right. I think the endings of both are the same. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but But this movie is very cinematic. For sure. You know, like there's... It's it's always interesting, and I'm not a big theater person. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen any good theater, but you know, I live in Oklahoma. Good luck on that. <laughs> um, 
so it, my my relationship to theater is not very full. Yeah. Um. So I don't think that I have a a good appreciation for it because I haven't seen what everybody else sees. <laughs> you know, sure. if you're living in sure. New York or something like that. Yes. And there's nothing experimental even right. remotely, which this does have kind of experimental theater that like, yes, the idea behind this one, I, I fucking love. Right, right. Um, but yeah, I'm, I've seen one play here, I think, Frost mm-hmm. Nixon. Oh, uh-huh. And uh, it was all right. It was just... Was it a, like a touring uh, uh No, it was, it was local. Like local? Um, oh, wow. Yeah, it was done okay. at Lyric. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I think Lyric does... Lyric Theater is probably where you're going to get the best local theater around yeah, here. Yeah. But, um, and you know, there's like traveling stuff like touring. Yeah. Um, but, but definitely more to my like would be something maybe a little more experimental. Yeah. To... And it's hard to, um, you know, I don't know where big theater scenes where you're going to get experimental theater are outside of like the coasts, right. And, like right. much bigger cities than what we live in. Definitely. Because definitely. there's not, there's just not the infrastructure for it here. Yeah. You know, Chicago would be cool. Chicago, I think has a great, I mean, yeah. it's got a great theater scene. I still, uh, one of my dreams theater-wise is to see a Martin McDonough play. Oh, yeah. I think that that'd be um, so much fun. Because I've read all of his plays, and I just fucking love them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I get how people can be into theater. <laughs> like, where, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm just not uh, super into theater right now, because, you know, I'd rather watch a movie. Um, sure. But I think that that is not to um, talk down on people who love theater and good theater. Like it obviously exists. I just haven't had the chance to experience it. Yeah. Yeah. So. And then movies like Tick, Tick, Boom come out and it just makes you want to beat up theater kids. <laughs> I'm and... like, man, where's the, where's the nearest <laughs> theater kid? I'm going to punch him. <laughs> I'm going to bully him. I know it's wrong, but this movie really... Made me have a hankering for some bullying. Seems like they're just <laughs> making it too easy to hate them. <laughs> to be really annoyed. This is a public service announcement. Do not bully theater kids. Yeah, please don't. They I know enough, where... They got enough going on. Yeah, like, I, I, you know, like, don't bully anybody, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> well... <laughs> I think maybe there are some people that need some bullying. Just a little. Baron Trump is one of them. <laughs> Let's bully that kid. Let's bully that kid. What do you guys say? Yeah. He's a giant now. Let's start a doxing campaign. It's <laughs> <laughs> the new hot thing. Um, but yeah, yeah this um, we do have a special guest. Ooh, love special guests. And uh, it's a quick recording we did uh, the other day when... Um, we recently got together, and uh, we usually watch several of the Best Picture nominees in one day. Mm-hmm. Um, now, this year, we did uh, something at my house rather than a theater. Yes. Um, and Because COVID is still real. Still real, and it, uh, the theaters don't really care if it doesn't end in man, yes. uh, the movies. So, right. you know, you can find plenty <laughs> of screenings of Batman, Spider-Man. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, other ones, the other man movies, a Michael Mann movie, Michael Mann. Um. <laughs> it's a documentary about Michael Mann. <laughs> yeah, that has all the screenings, man. <laughs> so, but many. um, yeah. So we we did a little get together where we we watched the best picture movies that we were all kind of dreading. Um, you know, which isn't yeah. fair, a fair way to go into a movie, but we're human. 
And uh, also, we weren't wrong. <laughs> we weren't wrong <laughs> for most of them. Yeah, I'd say one of them was better. One than I was thought. one was surprising. But uh, we started the day with West Side Story, which I'm sorry if you love. I fucking hated it. It was pointless. It, it and was awful. Like, honestly, it was I think it looks bad too. It doesn't look good. The, right. the weird, like it's there's a, a lens flare in every single shot, and most of the time it's obscuring what you're supposed to be seeing. Yeah. Also. Let's stop putting Ansel Elgort and stuff. <laughs> you mean uh, Frankenstein? <laughs> Frankenstein. <laughs> Maria. Maria. <laughs> hey, can you like uh, say that with a little bit more energy? We're supposed to get the idea that you like this person. Uh, and then we watch King Richard, which is an annoying movie where we finally are celebrating the first two black women in tennis uh, by making a movie about their dad. <laughs> Making a dad who probably stunted their careers. Yeah, who has a bunch of stories about how he abandoned his other kids. And yes. even in the movie, it's kind of a weird thing where he's not really respecting the other kids. And I don't think they're his, the other three that they live with. Yeah, but they are like But his... they're still um, human beings yeah. that he is treating like shit. And even the movie doesn't give us the name of two of them. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> we never hear it. Oh, no. But so that was kind of uh, crappy. And then we watched Coda. Coda was better than I expected it to yes, be. Yes, yes. Um, uh, you know, it's it's very accessible, which is uh, somewhat of a bad word in my head. Yeah, uh, which yeah. is kind of dumb. But there whatever. was some, there was some um, kind of like weird... there were some very touching moments. But, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But for sure. yeah, there was some that were were kind of easy filmmaking, I'd say. Yes. Um, and then we finished the day with Belfast. I thought I was going to like this more, and I didn't like it at all. Kind of wild how bad it is yeah um it just doesn't really um it's kind of meandering and it's it's like kenneth Branagh's trying to make roma but right. he doesn't have enough empathy to do it right and yeah uh, there, there the movie i know it's supposed to be about the kid about uh him. yeah i hate this, that kid this, sorry the kid was annoying but there's no perspective in this movie there isn't. I don't know who we're supposed to be. Like, well, it also feels this. like, um, you know, he's like, yeah, I was a Protestant, the people in charge in mm-hmm. Northern Ireland, but I didn't do anything bad because I had a crush on a Catholic girl. Right. <laughs> right. And so, like, if Kenneth Branagh grew up in South Africa, he'd be like, look, I didn't take part in apartheid, even though I benefited from it. Yeah. Uh, I had a crush on a black girl, so how could right. I have been the racist? Yeah. <laughs> um, so it just as, a, it, it as feels, a kid, it feels fucked up. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah, and it was like it, it was disjointed. The story yeah. was like yeah. uh, the music is it's all Van Morrison, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it, it's just it doesn't fit. Yeah, you yeah. know, I know he's from Belfast, and he's. Uh, kind of an asshole mm-hmm. <laughs> it's uh I don't anti-vax like extraordinaire now yes uh and so like yeah it was just it, it was just not a good movie no and, uh, but it also feels a little insulting that like they have the money and ability to move to england which they end up doing yeah but like the whole movie they're like i don't know i've always been here and it's like this is so insulting to the people that needed to escape and couldn't Right. And you guys are like, I don't know. I know the streets here. Yeah. And it's like, your problems you, aren't real. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. And the kids and like the kids like, I don't wanna I don't wanna move, but the girl that I like is like, You're fucking eight. Yeah. You'll be fine. 
Yeah. Uh, but we're here to talk about Drive My Car. Oh, we are? <laughs> oh, no. I thought we were here to shit on these other movies. But that, that, is, uh, that brings me to our special guest, which yes. is Mrs. Spike's mom, who uh, recorded a quick thing the other day while we were watching those movies. Yeah. Um, so. I mean, obviously, not while we recorded it. We didn't do them at the same time. <laughs> no, we let the movies run while we went recorded. If only. But, um, but uh, yeah, so I am going to throw to uh, Spike and Jake mm-hmm. with Mrs. Spike's mom. And uh, she is going to discuss Haruki Mur- Murakami, yeah. who wrote the book. Yeah. So here's that. Here's to you, Spike and Jake. All right. We got an interview here with... Mrs. Spike's mom. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she is our resident uh, uh, Mirakami expert, the uh, person who wrote the short stories that are in Drive My Car. So, uh, yeah, just talk a little bit about your uh, love of Murakami um, and, uh, you know, h- how long you've been reading them, how, you know, the the volume of books. Also, what's it like to be able to read? <laughs> well, it's something I've worked on my whole life. Um, I am in love with Japanese fiction. I think it's awesome. Um, Murakami is my favorite of contemporary Japanese authors. Um, I've read almost all of his. My favorite is 1Q84, in case you want to go read that. Um, I uh, He's very surreal in most of his stories, not so much in the drive my car type. Um, he's very surreal. I call him to be a nerd like you guys. The Buñuel of Japanese literature. Sweet. I like it. Thank you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Drive My Car is like three stories from the Men Without Women uh, short story collection. Yeah. What are those? uh, Do you have those stories? I do know those stories. First one, surprisingly enough, is called Drive My Car. Oh, clever. Yeah. (laughs) The second is Shazerazad which I think I'm saying that correctly. Sounds right to me. Okay. Yep. You know, the, the chick from 1001 Arabian Nights that tells the story so she doesn't get beheaded. Oh. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, there is a problem when you're a reader and you just are reading things. You don't know if you say them correctly. Yeah, like you've only seen it written. I've so it's like, am I it saying this right? <laughs> That's right. I've only read it. Anyway, and the third one is kind. 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 And they're all about, you know, 40 pages. So you guys could even read them. I don't know about that. Yeah, right. Um, but with Drive My Car, um, the first part of the story when he... Um, uh, comes home early from a business trip is actually from kind where he comes home and catches his wife having sex with someone that actually works with him in that story. Awkward. Awkward. But, um, and then he just leaves and he's opens a bar, you know, yeah, yeah. like you do. Um, Shazerazad, um, that one is where she has, 
sex with this guy. She's his support liaison, which sounds intriguing to me. She brings Mm. groceries to his house and uh, twice a week, and then they have sex, and then she tells him these stories. And um, Sounds like a pretty good deal. Yeah. Where do I sign up? (laughs) It's intriguing. (laughs) Um, And then she... um, uh, they have sex and then she tells him these stories and then she leaves and she's never done with the story. So he's yeah. always. And so it ended very uh, with the story that they say in Drive My Car that his wife is telling. And it's a, he's, it's a cool, weird story. It's an extremely weird story. And um, they uh, she leaves and he's worried that something's going to happen to her and that she's not going to come back. And tell the rest of the story. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really cool. Oh, yeah. Um, then, um, and then, in, so they added all those into Drive My Car. And I think it's a really awesome way to still get the same points across. But, oh, yeah. But using, you know, I don't, I'm not a purist. I don't think you can only. Yeah. I mean, I, I haven't obviously read those, but I, I do like how it. You kind of gave me a rundown before we watched it, and it was interesting to be watching that and kind of seeing how they made a mixtape, essentially, (laughs) um, out of that. Or maybe a remix rather than a (laughs) mixtape, because it's not... One after the next. Um, Right. It was kind uh, of a blending. And and since it's a different medium, sometimes it's harder to get your point across in a movie that you can make in a book and probably vice versa. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you think this was overall a pretty good adaptation of the material? Yeah, I think it added a lot of nice things. I liked knowing the wife. We didn't Mm. know the wife in the book. Mm. He's just telling you his memories. And um, one of the great things about Japanese fiction is they're always dealing with loneliness and obligation mm-hmm. and um suppressed feelings mm-hmm. a lot and um i think we got all that in that movie i i yeah which is impressive was, yeah uh, for like it also is like you know obviously a lot of people notice the runtime <laughs> yeah. of drive my car but i honestly felt like it's not a slow movie but it's a long movie yeah um, I was never like, ugh, come on, let's hurry this shit up. Right. The way I literally just was <laughs> with uh, West Side Story. Yes. It just could not end soon enough. No, but, it's uh, true. But I did not feel that way in Drive My Car. Yeah, yeah. It was a good ride. And it was longer yeah. than West Side Story. Yeah. <laughs> there Didn't feel it. There are different kinds of three-hour movies. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. But uh, yeah, so... Um, and then lastly, we'll just get your um, your thoughts on uh, on the movie in general. Um, do you think it should win? Well, in my opinion, of course, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it has a good shot to win international. So. Yeah, for sure, for sure. No, I would like it, but I do like um, that other one, Nightmare Alley. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I like that one a lot, but you know, am I a true Mirakami fan if I'm not just going balls to the walls, Mirakami? Well, you know, it's wanting something to win Best Picture and loving it. Two different things. That's true. So I'll be happy if either one of those things win. Yeah. 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 Or all of those things. Uh, or, or what about none of them? 
What happens if well, none of them win? If West Side Stories wins, I'll cry. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a last minute thing. Yeah. <laughs> honestly. It, it can't happen. But well. Uh, yeah, well, thank you for being on here. Hey, you're welcome. And uh, we'll, uh, we're will we going to throw it back to these guys, uh, Spike and Jake. <laughs> All right. <laughs> back to you, Spike and Jake. Yeah, thanks, Spike and Jake. Uh, you guys are great. Yeah, I love, love you guys. Uh, thanks for doing that for us. Um, but yeah, uh, I, th- I think that your, your mom, um, sorry, uh, I'll call her by your name, Mrs. Spike's mom. Yeah. See that um, you do. Yeah, yeah, she'll beat me up if I, <laughs> she'll bully me uh, if I get it wrong. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, she's, she's obviously uh, like a better red um, Murakami. And better read in general yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, than than either of us. So like it's uh it's it's good to hear her perspective on um what she thinks about the adaptation. For sure, she yeah. did make a mistake, so we'll rub that in her face. Yeah, yeah. The, the story is not called Kind. It's it called is, Kino. Yeah. Maybe she couldn't read her handwriting. That might have been it. Yeah, we and, all have. And bad she's like, oh no, I'm on. I'm, I'm being we're, recorded. We're live, aren't we? <laughs> She doesn't get pre-recorded versus live. <laughs> but uh yeah, so that was uh that was awesome from uh from uh Mrs. Spike's mom. Mm-hmm. And uh So yeah, um a lot was changed mm-hmm. from uh, obviously the the stories were kind of um mixed together in a, a really effective way. Yeah. Um and one aspect was they changed the car color. Yeah. yeah. That in the story it's a convertible and it's yellow. And uh, in this one, it is not a convertible, and it's red. Mm-hmm. Same car, though. It's still a, a Saab. Yeah, Saab 900. Yeah. Um, sorry, you know, I don't know anything about cars. From, from now on, um, if somebody's like, hey, what's your dream car? I'm going to be like, that one from Drive My Car. It is pretty cool. It's a, It looks really, really nice. Yeah, and it's All, like retro. Yeah, yeah. It looks it looks like well taken care of, um, that leather interior is in pristine condition yeah you can tell he really loves this car yes and it's like from the 80s yeah yeah and so you know you get the idea he's probably had it he says over 10 years i think right um but uh originally this was going to be shot in busan Mm -hmm. uh, south korea Mm -hmm. Um, but because of covid they ended up doing it in hiroshima yeah yeah um which i think is uh it, it works out right um you know, and, and I think that uh, Hiroshima has, there's a lot of weight to yeah. that city. Yeah. But, you know, it's interesting that there isn't a ton that is, uh, that they, you know, they don't talk about it, you know, which I think Hiroshima is like, thank God we can. <laughs> yeah. There's like one scene where they even discuss yeah. the bomb. Right. Um, but other than that, you know, it's. And it's more to talk about the space that they're in. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's a really interesting aspect to it. Um, the, uh, screenplay, you know, they adapted these stories and it's, uh, it's Hamaguchi, the director and Takamasa Oe, um, who, who kind of combined all of these and I think they did a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, they wanted to have a Beatles song, Drive My Car, mm-hmm. uh, that this takes its name from, but, uh, I would obviously, sing it, but I don't want to get sued. Yeah. <laughs> don't do it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, they, uh, could not afford the Beatles song. So, uh, they ended up going with some classical pieces. 
uh, that are which, also in the story. Which I actually think does work better. I do too. I think it would have been distracting yes. if we had heard some Beatles music. I agree. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm glad that they couldn't afford it. <laughs> yes. Um, I do want to do a little quick thing about Uncle Vanya. Yeah, let's talk um, about it. Because they are putting on Uncle Vanya in this movie. Right. And it plays a much bigger part in the movie than in the book. Than in the book. Yeah. Yes. And this is uh, an 1898 play by Chekhov, and it plays a really big role. And the, the essential storyline of Uncle Vanya is uh, there is this professor who lives in the city with mm-hmm. the, his new young bride. And he actually comes to the country where he has this big estate that is run by his Mm ex-brother-in-law, Vanya. Mm -hmm. And Vanya lives there with the professor's daughter, Mm -hmm. or his niece, Mm -hmm. and uh, the mom of this uh, ex-wife. She's dead of the professor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Vanya's sister. And uh, it's essentially kind of uh, everybody's falling in love with this new young bride, and there's a doctor character who the daughter has a crush on. So, like, mm-hmm. it's a lot of different, you and, know, kind of how shitty their lives are. And, and Vanya is kind of the steward of the property while the yes. professor Yes, lives. really, it's it's Vanya and Sonia, who is the yeah. daughter. Right. And uh, they have run this place. And so mm-hmm. they they basically have given up their whole lives to send a little bit of money to the professor regularly. yeah. yeah. And when he comes to the estate, he's talking about selling it so mm-hmm. that they can make a profit. Yeah. And by they, he means him. Yes. And so it blows up into this big, like, well, well then what the fuck is our life about? Right. Um, and so it really becomes, you know, is the suffering of life worth it? And mm-hmm. uh, it really is playing with those themes. And those are very prominent in this as well. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess we can hop into the uh, plot. Let's do it. Um, we open in bed with some naked people. Some naked people. Mm, what are they doing in bed? She's telling them a story. There's nothing like it. And, uh, the lighting's really cool. You know, you kind of just see, like, her back. It is, yeah, it, like, it is a striking opening scene. Yes. Because you don't really see their faces. No. Nope. Well, they're like in and a story is being told and somebody is you hear you hear him responding to it. Yes. But it's almost like and she's not quite like fully silhouetted. You know, no. there's some yeah. but like it is like it does have that effect yes, um, of two definitely. people silhouetted in bed. And it's just like opening with that and you hear this uh the story being told. And, and the story very, is really interesting too. Yeah, it's like a very it's a very like sensual, like sexual story yeah but um, super repressed yeah yeah and i, I don't know it's really it seems it's, it does uh i might be uh making a leap but it does seem very japanese yes you yes know? um so. yeah and it's it's a great story but um so yeah they've clearly just had sex she's talking about um this girl um she's like a teenager goes to high school and uh she has a crush on a boy and so she decides to uh, go into his house. Mm-hmm. Uh, she goes to his door and she finds a key underneath the potted plant, mm-hmm. lets herself in. And then just being in the space of this boy she has a crush on feels like they're closer together. Yeah. And 
she like lays on his bed and resists the urge to masturbate. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, they're kind of, there's like some discussion between the two of them as she's telling the story. Yeah. Of like, oh, you're going to like limit it to like a TV thing because she can't masturbate. And she's like, no, she's set her own limits mm-hmm. that she doesn't want to, you know, do in this space. Right, 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 right. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's not a, it's not a, uh, adaptation, uh, to censorship. It is, yeah, it yeah. is repression. Yes. I mean, and not even a re- repression because that, that, uh, implies that there's some outside force causing her to not masturbate. She is right. imposing this on herself. It's a decision. Yes. Um, and she's also like imposing some of these other weird rules as far as like, she wants to leave a token yeah. of herself mm-hmm. at every time she goes in. Right. So, you know, she, uh, at one point she leaves an unused tampon, mm-hmm. like in a drawer yeah. buried deep. Yeah. And it's like, she knows it's there. And then, you know, one another time she takes her panties off and puts it in his underwear drawer. Mm-hmm. And the idea of them all intermingling. Yeah. Turns her on. Yeah. And so, like, it, it's got some really interesting stuff. Um, and, uh, at, you know, we were telling this. And then it cuts to the car the next morning. And the two of them are in the car. And he is now telling her the details of that right. same story. Yeah. And apparently, you know, we get the idea as it goes on that this is something they did regularly, that yeah. they would have sex, she would start telling stories, and then in the morning, and then in the morning he would retell those stories to her because she would have no memory of them, Yeah, and she would make those into screenplays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so she was a, a successful TV writer. Yes. Um, and... Uh, so yeah, they they're kind of just. Uh, I mean, it's just this interesting back it, and forth, you know. It is, and um, you know that during this part, and you know, you find out more later. And what I will say is, this movie is really interesting in that it gives you a lot of information up front, but it's not clear how all of this information plays out or how it's related to each other. Yeah, and then yeah. it's through kind of like sitting through the movie and, and, and getting a better idea of these characters and some conversations that the rest of it is revealed. So watching this movie all the way through, you'll get a much clearer idea of what is going on at the beginning of the movie. Um, and so this is, this is, you know, a a part of it and, uh, you get this clear sense that they're both storytellers. Yes. In a way. Um, yeah. Although it's not clear uh, yet what, what, Yes. Yes. Like, Um, I think just at the end of this exact scene, she's like, what time does your performance start? Right. And so we get the idea that he is an actor, Mm. something with theater um, at this point. Yeah. Um, And uh, so, yeah, they're they're We actually hop to his performance now um, and they are putting on Waiting for Godot. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and something that like it shows the the like it kind of pans out and there's this screen where projected are subtitles in a mm-hmm. bunch of different languages. Yeah, and I was like, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And then I noticed, I believe in Waiting for Godot, one of them speaking German. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I was like, wait, the yeah. hell? Yeah, and he's have... clearly speaking Japanese, right? But they're conversing with, they're doing lines uh, together. Yeah, like it's they're the same reacting scene. to each other. Yeah. They're everything, and so. We we find out that this is how he puts on plays, mm-hmm. and it's it's this really 
interesting, like just seeing that is such a fascinating concept because then you're going, oh, this is like so individualized, but then also it, part of this collective. In, yeah, in a way it gets, and and we see this played out later, but like you get this idea that the actors are uh, much more in tune with one another and how they're, yeah. because you have to, because like they don't all speak Japanese and German and there's a no. third language that the third character in Waiting for Godot is, there's a, a third mm. character and I don't know what language he's speaking, but it's not German or Japanese. Mm-hmm. Um, So it's like, they have to be so in tune with each other to know when somebody is done with their line. Yes. And then how to react and still play it like a play. Yeah. And um, like we get a big insight in this movie of how they pull that off. And it's fascinating. It really is. Yeah. But um and it it it's weird because they have to learn their parts so well. Mhm. Not only that, but um I think that they have to learn. It seems like they're learning the sound and the cadence and yeah, all of like the, the little, rhythm. yeah, mm-hmm, exactly yeah. of the other actors. And they know this place. So well. this is why this, this is one thing that just uh, kind of makes theater more inaccessible to me is like, I can't even fathom being able to do that. Memorizing yeah, yeah, lines yeah, yeah. like that, that seems a whole plays worth. That seems impossible to me. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, it seems more possible when you're reacting to what they're saying. Yeah, but when you but don't this, know the language that they're speaking, yes. it's, it's such a different kind of challenge. It is crazy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, after his uh, performance, he's he's backstage taking off his crappy mustache and stuff. Uh huh. And uh, his uh, wife comes in with this guy, and also these people's names. We've got uh, oh, Yusuke, yeah. who is our lead character, spelled like Yusuke, but hearing mm. them pronounce stuff, is it seems Yusuke? like it's Yusuke. Yeah. And then Takatsuki, yes. instead of Tatsu- Takatsuki, it's Takatsuki. Takatsuki, yes. And so, um, yeah, after the show, the wife comes in with this this young, pretty man. Um, he is pretty. Who seems to be some uh, somebody that people recognize. Yeah. Um, he's he's some kind of uh, celebrity. celebrity. Or, yeah, well-known face. Yes. And uh, the wife and him come in, and there's a little bit of, like, side-eye from Yusuke. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> he, uh, this uh, Takatsuki is super complimentary, and he's, you know, going on about how he was touched by it. Yeah. And he's, you know, he's not sure if that's the right words, but he's he's very touched by it. And, uh, you know, we, we find out she's, like, a TV writer at this point, and that... Uh, Takatsuki is a young popular actor that she's right. working with currently. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, he kind of says, like, all right, well, I'll be out in a little bit, and they kind of leave. Mm-hmm. Um, now we get a scene of uh, Yusuke is packing to go somewhere, mm-hmm. and uh, his wife, uh, as he's leaving, gives him this uh, cassette tape. Right. And, uh, and she has recorded her parts of Uncle Vanya. And by, I mean, her parts, it's every part that isn't Uncle Vanya. Yes. Which is the play that he is currently trying to put on. Right. 
And he's playing Uncle Vanya. Yes. In this play. And so the idea is that he will play this cassette. It'll have the exact right times of pauses mm-hmm. so that he can say his lines. Mm-hmm. And then she'll come in with the next line. Yeah. So he, he does this over and over and over again to learn the parts so well that he can just react to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is really it's pretty fascinating. fascinating. Also, um, like a really uh, lovely, like caring thing to do. For yes. somebody is recording an entire oh play yeah it, like, it it gives you an insight into yes. the the support system that they have created for each other um which is very nice yeah. um but he's practicing the play in his car he uh it, it's through just context clues you get that he's going to some um some performance right in vladivost vladivostok is that it i think so um it's close enough (laughs) figure it out guys (laughs) but uh as he gets to the airport he gets an email telling him that his flight's canceled and uh, delayed until the next day so he heads back home heads back home opens the door what does he find obviously hears his wife moaning Mm -hmm. and he's like i uh, wonder what she could be up to hmm. she must be cooking Only thing that could give her that kind of joy, <laughs> cooking. Just reading a Julia uh, Child's book. <laughs> um, but uh, he goes home. She's uh, having sex with, you know, you don't really see you his face, it's but a, you it's know young... it's you know it's Tukatsky. You do have a very strong feeling that it is. Just but yeah, again, you don't the glances that we got earlier. Yeah, you, you know. don't, but you don't see his face. Um, so and... there's some plausible deniability, but. I feel like the movie isn't trying to go, who was she having sex with? Right. But it's, it's not also doing. not trying to say that it's absolutely him because I think later on there's a conversation where it's like, I don't think that it's alluding to the fact that it either is or isn't him. Yeah. I think but, that the most significant aspect is that he sees it and then just leaves without confronting anybody. Yeah, yeah. You know? I wish you'd been like, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving, I'm leaving. It's like you can see that he's hurt. But it, but you but also, there's, like... There's also a a, um, a noticeable lack of a reaction it's true. to this. And you're like, oh, man. Like, oh, okay, I guess That he's... is a very sad reaction. I guess he's going to have to kill that guy later. And uh, <laughs> he doesn't. He uh, he leaves silently, and then he goes to the airport hotel. And it's like, dude, yeah, you can go to a better hotel. <laughs> he goes. <laughs> you don't have to stay at the just airport. Cause, just because they said that you should check into this hotel doesn't mean you have to. I mean, you just found your wife cheating on you. Like, treat yourself, man. Hey, you deserve something nice. Uh, also, like, I feel like um, talking about this movie is. Um, is you know not tricky but you know I'm, I'm trying not to give anything away for later on in the movie because yeah, like yeah. this movie is like it's giving you all this stuff and you're just like oh man but then later on like you it you all learn. kind of comes together yeah so I'm, t- I'm you know we're trying not to spoil yes. anything because that'll give us less to talk about it when we get to the end of the movie <laughs> so. well that's usually when we're trying to rush to finish it anyways so it's fine i'll ruin it okay so <laughs> the guy actually blows up the pentagon <laughs> I was not expecting that. It got weird. He drove his car straight into the Pentagon. It was a real uh, Oklahoma City bombing mm-hmm. situation. It was wild. 
is good movie though. Good movie. Um, but yeah, so he um he's at the airport hotel and he skypes his wife. Um, yeah. yeah. And you're like kind of expecting like, is he gonna say something? And she's like, Oh, how's uh, Vladivostok? And he's like, he's like, great. Oh, it's great. Uh, and like they just have like a pleasant conversation. Mm-hmm. He's he's totally just like pretending like nothing happened like as he made yeah. it like and his she is flight's too. fine and yeah um so he he comes back a week later um he's doing his uh his driving and practicing the play mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh someone hits his blind spot yeah and he gets in a car crash yeah and uh he is in the hospital and he is told that he has glaucoma in one eye um, just partial vision, and he has to use these eye drops uh, to release the pressure on his eyes. Mm-hmm. So he'll be doing that throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because if uh, the doctor is like, you may not really notice anything, but if you stop taking them, you'll lose your eyesight. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, can I still one. drive? And he's like, I mean, if your eyes don't get worse, yeah. You can do whatever you want. You can do whatever. I can't stop your, you. I'm not your dad. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you're not? <laughs> um well, mom, mom said. Um, <laughs> so, uh, ne- next scene we get Oto and Yusuke uh, praying at their daughter's grave. Yes, um, and uh, you know they're there, and it's you know a little bit of a ritual. It seems mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, lighting some candles and stuff. Right, um, and then they're in the car, and they're they're talking about you know. She asks him, "Well, did you want more kids?" And he says, "I don't know." Right. Kind of meaning he did. Yeah. And, uh, you know, she apologizes that she didn't want mm-hmm. more kids after their daughter died. Right. And he says, well, I I made that decision with you. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, like, I, I'm not, it's not against my will. Like. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I really, like, if I really wanted kids, I'd go have kids. Yeah. Yeah. I would rather be with you. It's like, I want to be with you, with or without kids. Um, And so, you know, you get this idea that he... He wanted more kids as mm-hmm. just, you know, some people to to love, it seems, this character. Yeah. Yeah. I hadn't thought about, like, just, like, wanting wanting more to love. But, yeah. Uh, I think that that's a, that's a big part of it. Yeah. Because he kind of ends up getting that as this yeah, goes on. Yeah. 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 Um, um, yeah. In a way. In a, in a way. In a way. <laughs> so, uh Next, we get uh, them doing some boning. Yes. Um, you know, you get yeah. all hot at the cemetery, and then you got to go home and have sex. It's hard not to have sex <laughs> after, right after you visit a cemetery. And uh, she starts going in on this, uh, continuing the story of yeah. this girl who breaks in. Yeah. And this is this is very much uh, the adapt- adapted version of uh, Scheherazade. Yes. Um, where it is the... The woman uh, having sex with this man and telling a story and not finishing it. Yeah. Um, so I mean, and this is this is uh, Mirakami's Shehrazad, and then you have the Shehrazad from A Thousand and One Arabian Nights. Yes. Yes. Where it is a similar story, but uh, obviously not modern at all. <laughs> yeah, I've only seen the porno version mm-hmm. from the seventies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Where uh, she's. Uh, w- I haven't seen it's it. essentially the same thing that has sounds... sex and tell stories so Hell but yeah. you know the idea is that 
you know, you're trying to put off being killed by the yes, yeah, thousand and one. Yes, I but, don't know if uh, that's the way that it is in uh, uh, Mirakami's, but <laughs> it certainly isn't in this movie. <laughs> yeah, no one's really at risk of being murdered. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, although there is some murder in it. There is. Um, but she's talking about a lamprey swaying at the bottom of water, that this mm-hmm. girl in a previous life was a lamprey. Mm-hmm. And that's like an eel kind of bottom feeder. Yeah, it kind of, it's got one of those like circular jaws, like yeah. latches onto something and feeds off of and it. So it has this image of uh, one of those like attaching its mouth to a rock, weighing it down. <clears throat> yeah. And then just flowing in the wind. Mm-hmm. Not the wind, but the waves. The, yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, it's an interesting image for sure. Um, and like, what do you think that uh, that lamprey is? It's clearly got something to do. Like, do you think that it's, uh, you know, what's the significance of that? Because it it has some significance clearly in this story for being, sure. Being a past life. Um, yes, I mean, I think in this story, it's that she is. That's what she's doing in this room. Right, is that she is attaching her mouth to this room and then letting it flow over her. Yeah. Without disturbing it. And uh, I also think there is a practical aspect to this, Mm -hmm. which is in the next scene, which we'll go into in a second. But um, so we're talking about this girl and she finally does masturbate in the room. Mm -hmm. Uh, She gives in and she then hears someone coming. Yeah. And she's scared and the door opens and that's where the story ends. It stops. Um, the next morning, I think this is the the practical aspect yeah. is he is looking at videos of lampreys on YouTube. Yep. And she comes in and asks him if he remembers what she said last night. And he says, Oh, I'm sorry. I was really tired. I don't remember anything. Right. And, clearly and it's does. like, so this somehow really affected him to where he doesn't want to talk to her about it the next morning. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it does. yeah, I'm not totally sure. You know, I, there's going to be a lot in this that I'm like, I'm not totally sure what this means, but I love it. Yes, yeah, and I really did like this part yeah. because it's very, it's, um, it's noticeable that he was like trying to that like he actively is like not talking about yes. last night. Yes, um, and we know that he remembers it because he's looking up lampreys. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so. He is leaving for the day, and she's like, oh, where are you going? And he says that he has a workshop. And uh, and then she's like, oh, okay, um, when you return tonight, can we talk? That's never good. Yeah, and it, 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 she's very it's still, uh, you know, cheery and stuff, but, uh, yeah, her, you know, her we need to talk. Is, yeah, her character is very, like, um, I don't know. She doesn't have, like, a, there... there it, there doesn't seem to be, it's, she seems stoic yes. in a lot of ways. Yes. Like there's not, she's just kind there of. There is a I lot mean, of stoicism in this whole movie. There is, there? there is a lot. But like hers is much more of like, a, it's just like you, you. she's very uh, on the surface. Yes. You know, and not to say that she's a shallow character. She's not. But like you kind of like, uh, what you see is what you get. Yeah. Um, yeah. With her. Um, but there's so, this, you know, cause he'll never talk to her about these other men. Right. Right. Uh, so there's this, that's the, the biggest mystery about her is what, what is she getting out of this? Mm-hmm, Does she, mm-hmm. you know, is this disrespecting which, yeah, him which, or, which we or both 
get an answer to and don't get an answer to yeah yeah (laughs) in the end it's nebulous for sure um so uh, i think that's kind of the point yes and we get some shots of him like driving around yeah you get the idea that he's he's stalling he's stalling he does not want to go home uh to this this talk i don't want to deal with this um he would rather just keep going yeah because whatever it is he's like he's like i I don't think that he, I think that he has an idea of uh, kind of what they're going to talk about because he just saw her sleeping with somebody. And yeah, this yeah. is the first time that uh, she's brought up that they need to talk about something. And it's yeah. like, well, this isn't going to be good. I'm yes. going to delay this as much as I can. Yep. And uh, dude gets home finally. Ooh. And uh, he finds his wife on the ground. Mm. And so he calls an ambulance right away, and then the next cut is a funeral. She's dead. Uh, she has died. We hear some people over. We overhear some people talking, and it's a, a cerebral hemorrhage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also see uh, Takatsuki there, the young, yeah. the young actor, and, he, and he's and crying. He, yeah. Um, yeah. He's he seems to be very hurt. So this is like another hint that it was definitely him. Yeah. Or that she did have an affair there was, with him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, and then we get uh, like a little bit of a time jump, but not much of one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where he is performing as Uncle Vanya on stage. Yeah, and uh, there's a part of Uncle Vanya where it's about fidelity mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. Vanya wants to fuck the professor's wife. Yeah, and I think it's the doctor's talking to him and says something about, "Well, is she faithful?" And he's like, unfortunately, yes, but mm-hmm. you know, it's all a, it's all based on nothing, right? And he says these lines, and he has a fucking breakdown, yeah, on stage, mm-hmm. and he's having kind of trouble getting some of the lines out, yeah. And then he just kind of walks off, and he can, and he you continues. see the other actors like, oh shit, and they're trying to kind of continue something, right? But he's supposed to be going back out, but he's he not, doesn't. yeah. Well, and like, you know, uh, specifically, you know, like we were talking about this uh, kind of performance where it is all rhythm. Yes. And, yes. and, and set uh, set uh, timing and, and everything. This would fuck ruin it all up. Yeah. everything. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, shit, where are we at? Like uh, the stakes are huge. Yes. On this. Yes, um, they are. And yeah. So, yeah. Uh, terrifying having a having a freak out or a panic attack anything on stage in front of people where other people are relying on it's you it's horrifying that is um, a nightmare and we get an official time jump now 2 years later yeah um he is still listening to the same vanya tape yes yeah yeah so you know you you definitely get the idea that he is not even remotely over this yeah he yeah no he's he's definitely holding on to some stuff and he's driving to hiroshima Mm-hmm. As he's driving to Hiroshima, the fucking credits start. Forty minutes this in, this is when we get the title card. I love it. <laughs> it's so good. I, I love that kind yeah. of shit. I don't know why, but listening. like in the middle of a movie, and they do the credits. I'm like, yep. oh yeah. Well, um, this uh, I was listening to an interview, um, and the the person interviewing uh, Hamaguchi was saying like. I love it when directors put the title card like deep into the movie. She's like, it's such a big, it's such a flex, like to have it like, is to have the <laughs> the 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 courage 
<laughs> to to put the title card like this is like I mean I know it's a long movie but like this is almost a third of the movie yeah yeah we finally get it and it's like oh yeah yes absolutely and I I, I fucking love that too yeah. I don't know really why but I yeah do. no <laughs> but um, that's great so now he meets with these uh, two theater people mm-hmm. um and the idea is so he's got a a two month residency as yes. the artist mm-hmm. and they're gonna have six weeks of rehearsal for this play mm-hmm. and then two weeks of performances seems nice um they are starting to look over auditions cheats um it's like all over asia mm-hmm. um and uh he's got this uh partner there yeah um who is the dramaturge is the, yeah, the yeah. role they give it to him. Right. Um, which is basically the person who on a play would be the expert on the play. So if somebody had a question about like, oh, well, what does this really mean? Mm-hmm. He's there to answer that. Yeah. He's there to tell you the history of the play. He's there to know about the what different performances. Cool, what a cool job. I know. Uh, for real, awesome. that sounds dope. <laughs> and also, this guy's great. I love this character he's fantastic he's got and this is the a... only credit i saw on imdb yeah um but he is so warm yes and was... so just i i love his fucking face yeah this guy he's got a great face on him and his delivery of like he just he just is like really kind he's, he's like so the most kind, yeah. kind person i think i've ever seen on stage and he only gets better as a ghost yeah 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 um but he's going to, he also is a translator. Yes, and he will translate the Korean. He is Korean. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he speaks Japanese, and he speaking, speaks English. Yeah. And then we find some other languages as it goes. Right. But uh, they have got him a hotel an hour away, as he has requested, mm-hmm. uh, so that he can drive um, into uh, Hiroshima every day yeah. uh, and practice in right. his car. right, right. Um, then they they drop the bomb on him. Yeah, he is required to have a driver mm-hmm. of his car. He is not allowed to drive his car because they have had different artists in residence uh, run over someone once, mm-hmm. and now it's banned. Yes, uh, so he's he's allowed to have his car, <laughs> which is so funny that like, well, we know that all playwrights are drunks, so <laughs> we can't have you guys driving shit. <laughs> And so he's really reluctant. He's like, well, I want to drive my car. Like, Yeah. But I want to drive my car. <laughs> and then they look into the camera and wink because they said the title of the <laughs> yeah. movie. Like, eh? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he's really reluctant. And they're like, well, you can uh, test the driver. Um, the driver's very skilled. And you can uh, test the driver. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we meet the driver, who is a, a young woman named Misaki. Mm-hmm. Um, she is stone faced. She What's, she gives nothing. I was watching this, uh, or as I was watching it, I was like, "What's the opposite of a manic pixie dream girl?" Because this is it, <laughs> and I think it's great. Oh, she's phenomenal. We need more of this. And like you know, she's she's clearly you know as we go on, she's clearly yeah. been hurt. Yes, in her yeah, life, yeah. and yeah. you know it, it's. She's she's great in it though. I mean, she's, she's phenomenal. She's, yeah, but she's she's very stone faced. She doesn't give a lot of emotion, mm-hmm. um, and that's her character. Yeah, 
Um, she's also got like a scar on her cheek that we we do discuss later, but yeah, you just get kind of hints that this 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 young woman has had a life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they say that they hire her every year and that she's very skilled. And he's like, actually, I'm going to drive my own car. And she she pipes in right away and says, "Is it because I'm a young woman?" Mm-hmm. Which kind of challenges he, him. Yeah, like, ah, he's shit. Like, oh no, that's uh, not it. No, but fine. Okay, I know it looks like that now. Great. Well, now I have to let you. <laughs> and so he gives her the keys reluctantly, uh, and he gets in the back seat. Yes, which I was kind of like, eh, kind of a dick move, but all right. Um, but also like this. It it, it this works. Is good. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't it wasn't a dick move. Yeah, but yeah. I just think you know. I think at the time he's like, "Fine, I'll just sit in the back." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pouting. <laughs> um, he uh, as they're as they're driving, uh, she kind of backs up. Um, and yeah, she's very careful. Um, you know, he's like, "Well, you know, it's an older car. I don't, uh, you know, I know it's a little a little tough to drive." And then once she gets in, she's like. Okay, and uh, what kind of issues does it have? And he's like, "Oh, nothing." Um, yeah, runs really well. Yeah, he's just—he <laughs> just didn't want somebody driving his fucking car. It's great, but he, he is very obsessed about this car. Yeah, and like he—he, he, I also think part of it is, yeah, this car, yeah, has a cassette player. Hmm. I think that I think that's, I think that's part incredibly of it. significant. I didn't even notice that, but you're you're totally right. Like yeah. of course he wouldn't want like this is it it is a um it is a medium to the ghost that is the tape of his yes. wife. Yes. To where he can still talk with her and communicate yeah. even though it's just this play. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Um so uh he gets in the back seat and he asks her to put the cassette on. Mm-hmm. And they're practicing, and she seems like a little like, oh, what the fuck's going on here? And uh, but she doesn't say anything. Yeah, um, I mean, she doesn't say anything for like a while, you know. And she she's very uh, yeah. a woman of few words, right? Certainly. Yeah, um, but it's but it's uh, but she's it, it makes sense. It makes sense, um, but like it, it and it takes a while for them to start having conversations. Yeah, and she doesn't um, want to piss him off. Yeah, she doesn't want to but, bother him. She she you know she's there to drive him. But what's great is like she's she's still in the movie a lot, um, but she's just either observing, yeah, um, or just like driving and, and clearly like she can hear conversations and see things, you know. But um, they do a good job of like still letting you know she's there and she's Absolutely. in the scene. She's not saying anything, but like you kind of don't. Yeah, and every now and again we just cut to her for like some glances, yeah. uh, and you know it, it definitely never ignores her. Right. Um. So uh, he gets to his uh, dope ass hotel room. It's so cool. And uh, yeah, uh, the the partner, by the way, um, this Korean guy, what's his name? Yunsu. Uh, Yunsu. Uh, yeah. yeah. He uh, he's kind of talking to him, and he's like, uh, you know. Well, what do you think? And he's like, "Oh, this is a beautiful hotel room." And he's like, "No, the driver." Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, she's you know she's very good. Oh, you know, still not totally won over, but uh, he says uh, um, they're they're talking to her out the window, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Okay, I'll pick you up at eight. And he's like, "Yeah, sorry, it's so early." And she's like, "Oh no, it's like, fine. fine." Like she's always it's she's fine. Just whatever like, whatever like, you need is she's fine. She's just doing her job. And you know, throughout he's like, Oh, I gotta stay late. She's like, Okay, okay, yep. 
She's never even a moment of protestation from this character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, she's going to pick him up tomorrow morning. Um, and now he's in his room looking at these uh, audition forms for all of these different Asian actors uh, mm-hmm. who speak different languages uh, for this production of Uncle Vanya. Yeah. Um, so I think it's this point that we know that they're doing Uncle Vanya. Yeah, because it wasn't clear it until wasn't. just now. And it's really interesting because, you know, we just a couple scenes ago saw him not able to perform right. Vanya. Right. Um, but in a way, it's like it seems like he's also known for this somehow because I think that they... I don't think they're clear on whether, like, they want him to do Uncle Vanya or if that was his choice. There is this, because yeah, it's there's also, this hint because they say... Oh, not a lot of people signed up to play Vanya because they think they're assuming you will play. Yeah, him. yeah, it's assumed that he is going to play Vanya, and so I I got the idea that he is known as both a playwright and actor, or a, yes, a yeah, play director, not write. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, um, he's looking at these audition forms, and then he runs across uh, Takatsuki mm-hmm. uh, on the on the form. Yeah. And uh, he is trying to be the doctor, I believe. Yes. In uh, in the play. And uh, so they have auditions the next morning, which is a great scene. Oh, yeah. Um, and you've got... So there's so many languages going on, too. Right, yeah. Um, and, and, you know, it's not always easy to pick them out, but you've got Japanese. Mm-hmm. You've got Korean going on. Mm-hmm. You've got Tagalog. Yes. From uh, Philippines. Mm-hmm. And then you've also got uh, Mandarin, yep, mm-hmm. and English, yes. Um, and so it's, it's it's and we also get another yes, that which we'll, is we'll hold off great, until we get there because yeah, I love yes. it so much. And um, so they're doing these auditions, and you know you've got these two older people who are auditioning together, mm-hmm. um, and then Takatsuki comes in yeah. um, with this woman from Taiwan who's speaking mm-hmm. English, yeah, um, and Mandarin, yeah. Um, but uh, she is auditioning for Yelena, the the wife role who everyone's lusting after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, Yusuke um, is watching, and like you, you know, you get this. He has such an interesting um, reaction to K- Takatsuki just yeah. even coming in, like where it's there's this hurt that is palpable. Yes, but then there's also this fascination and he almost wants to get to know him to know his wife better right 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 and so it's it's so complicated but it's yeah well and they they have like a there's a it's like a reciprocal relationship you come to find out and you kind of get that just by the fact that he he's auditioning for this because he is a uh screen actor yes he's he doesn't do plays yeah but he came to do to audition for this play when he says something in this where he is now a independent he's a freelancer freelancer that's right freelancer Uh uh-huh um yeah he says that and then he also like during this audition is like can i can i try something yes he's like yeah go ahead and and it's fucking intense like i was like is this supposed to be happening yeah um and you can he's like cornering her yeah, and like like she's and there is a scene like that in Vanya, right? So. Yeah, they're playing out a, a scene. But yeah, um, when I first watched it, I did not know that because I was unfamiliar with Uncle Vanya. Oh, yeah, 
Um, but I was like, oh shit, is this supposed to be like this? No, the, it, it does get that fit because they, they do cut to um, uh, Yusake. Yeah. And he's almost looks concerned. concerned. Well, and then it stops when he shoots up out of his seat and his seat falls and he says, yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah. So it's and like, you're like, Whoa. oh shit, somebody's in trouble. Oof. But then he thanks them. Yeah. Right, thanks. And they leave. <laughs> So, yeah, that, that's a really intense scene. And then the last audition of the day um, is this uh, young woman who comes in, and she's very lovely, and she uh, she starts signing. Mm-hmm. And uh, then you get uh, Yoon Soo, mm-hmm. the, uh, the, the great, yeah, the great the, faced uh, great, partner. Great-faced dermatot- der- der- dramaturge. Dramaturge. <laughs> Dermat- dermatologist. Dermatologist. <laughs> dermatologist. That's why he's got such a great face. And he says he can he can translate the Korean sign language, and it's like, dude, what? Yeah, you can speak Korean sign language it too. Is nuts, I was and like, you can oh. tell that uh, Yusuke is very uh, impressed. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, uh, but she's, man, she, her performance—it's incredible. And so she's going for Sonia, the Sonia character, which mm-hmm. is the daughter who really is kind of the heart of the play. Yeah. That she's the one you feel the worst for, mm-hmm. that she's stuck in the situation, mm-hmm. but then she's also, by the end of the play, the most hopeful Yeah, mm-hmm. in a dark way. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah. But, um, and that's also my idiot um, version of understanding <laughs> right. yeah. Uncle Vanya, yes. which I'm certain is deeper than what deeper, I got. I'm sure, yeah. Um. I don't get plays. Sorry. <laughs> I'm a movie I guy. I don't get stuff. I'm a movie guy. <laughs> but uh, so Yusuke is clearly very moved by this performance. Um, and she is phenomenal. You know, she's signing, but she's signing with such. <sighs> there's there's something about um, anybody who can sign and like that uh, being your main mode of communication where the body language and your your the way your facial expressions are yeah like are much more intense and i think that that reads so well on yeah for plays and you know and i love watching it in movies um but like there's something about it that is like really expressive in a different way because you're not hearing the human voice you're just like Hearing like it's, kind of these percussive hand gestures yes. and stuff. Well, and just the the expressions. It yeah. is so e- e- expression forward. Yes. Um, which you, you don't necessarily expect. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy this year that we have like three of the nominated things are really focused on the deaf yeah. experience. Yeah. Well, and last year with uh, Sound of Metal which was great and like that was such a that was such a great like intro for hearing people Uh into like oh if i lost my hearing i would have to get used to all of this yes and this year it's so much more that community that already developed yes where where it's yeah you're 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 seeing how they've set up systems of Right, you know, and, and and what that means to family dynamics and coda, mm-hmm. what that means to team environments in uh, Audible, which yeah. is one of the um, documentary uh, shorts. documentary shorts yeah. that's about a, a deaf football team in high school, mm-hmm. um, which is really interesting. Like, yeah. and there was lots of shit I didn't even think about. Yeah. Um. But uh, 
and then you know we've got this yeah um which is just so fucking beautiful right yeah um and and in this one really it's it's almost um i mean it's a part of her character big time but it's also like kind of incidental to her character that like she really is she's a phenomenal actress yeah yes come to find out and she is mute in real life um, oh, in real life? Okay. In real life, she is wondering. mute and hearing. Yeah. So she can hear, but she's mute. Yeah. And so she, she that is her primary language is Korean sign mm-hmm. language. Yeah. Which, yeah, um, it's, really, it's really, really cool. But um, So she gets the part. She definitely gets that part. Um, they are, this is where we hear that not many people audition for Vanya because they think he's going to do it. And, uh, and he goes out into his car. Uh, and uh, Misaki is waiting for him outside, and he he kind of feels bad. Yeah, because it's so late. It's and, and it's cold, and he's yeah. like, "Oh, I don't, like why don't you go in the car?" Like, if it's, she's like, "No, I'm car. fine." <laughs> you know, like it's it's such this, but it's not passive aggressive. She's no. just like, she's like she fine. doesn't want to make the tiniest of waves, right? Yeah, like she is. She's not there to do that. She's there to drive, mm-hmm. and she's there to be there for him to yeah. drive. Yeah, and. You know, that's kind of how she sees herself in this. Yes. Uh, for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, now we get, uh, they meet with their choices for the cast, which does include Takatsuki. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is actually really surprised and irritated that he has been cast as Uncle Vanya, mm-hmm. uh, which is a very big role in this. Mm-hmm. Um. And he he's confused because he's too young to be playing, right? This tired old man. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I I don't know if this uh, if this is how it read to you, but like I almost thought that there was like some <clears throat> suspicion, like like are you fucking with me? Are you yes. setting me up for failure? Like what are you absolutely doing? there? There's and that's like some throughout, yes. like where. Takatsuki's like, is he, does he like me or does he fucking hate me? Right. Yeah. And like, and we so. Get some, we get some conversations. Some later. great conversations. Oh, yeah. There's and, like some really wonderful dialogue scenes. Oh, yeah. The, the writing in this. I mean, it's no wonder that it got nominated for screenplay. Right. Yeah. Um, I hope that it'll win, but I don't think so. The adapted, adapted. screenplay's got some, it's got Power of the Dog. It's got yeah. Dune. Yeah, it's got, yeah, that's kind of the the big the other, big the bigger one this yeah, year. Yeah, um, but yeah. uh, this is where he tells Masaki to to wait um, in his car um, and no smoking in his car. Hey, no smoking! No smoking! You can do whatever you want. Um, we also get rehearsals beginning, and, and this is fascinating to watch. He, the rehearsals. It's funny because they like will try to start acting, and he'll go, "No, no, no." Mm-hmm. We are just reading it. Yeah, just read. The read text. it slowly and clearly, because he's trying to establish a rhythm. Yes, but he's not telling him any of that. Yeah, yeah. He's just like this uh, is, the and they're process. getting irritated. Yeah, this is the process. Just do it. Yeah. What the other interesting thing about this is uh, to help them because they're all speaking their their uh, individual languages. Yeah. And in order for them to know when they're done reading the line, they tap on the table. Yes, to, to let I love the other that. actors because yeah, they're all speaking different languages. Yeah, so like, yeah, how would you I'm know? done with this part. Knock. Like, boom, that's your yeah. line. But you also, as as an actor, because your script is in your language, I'm assuming. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, even everybody else's part. So like, you're reading theirs. 
you have to follow along so clearly because like it's like okay when i hear a knock that means they're done with this line then this person should be talking. Okay, yeah. that person's okay, talking. Good, okay, good, good. Oh, I'm, 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 <laughs> you know. Yeah, oh, for sure. It's uh, fucking frustrating. Well, and, and the actors are getting frustrated. You know, they're yes. like, wait. And I remember the old guy who he's like, oh, and can you say it just slower and yeah, uh, and enunciate more? And he's like, slower? And you can tell, that he's speaking Japanese, so yeah, I can't yeah, do yeah. an impression, but right. he's yeah. very like, you know. Reading it, yeah, slower <laughs> this time. What do you think about that? Knock, <laughs> you know, and it's it's just it's mm-hmm. it's pretty funny, but you can yeah. tell the actors are like, "What is what this guy doing? doing?" Yeah, and and what the fuck yeah. is this? What have I gotten myself into? Um, as uh, as he is leaving and getting in the car, uh, Takatsuki comes up to him and says uh, he wants to have a drink with Yosuke. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, he agrees. So he goes with uh, Yosuke, um, or he goes with Takatsuki in Mm -hmm. Takatsuki's car. And they go to uh, Takatsuki's hotel to uh, drink in that bar. Yeah. And they're talking, and, you know, it's funny, too, because he tells his driver, Masaki, like, uh, it's going to be a little late tonight. And she's like, that's fine. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, Man, I'd be so mad. Like, hey, <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm done. Like, How I late? I got to drive a fucking hour to your hotel. <laughs> <sighs> fucking asshole. And then it's it's assumed that she still lives in Hiroshima. In Hiroshima, yeah. So she's got to drive an hour back. And then in the morning, got to drive an hour to go get him, an hour back. Good thing she loves driving. Or doesn't. Hard to tell. Hard to tell. <laughs> yeah. She seems to take comfort in it because she's good at it. Yeah, and there's some backstory we find out yeah, later. Yeah, which we'll that, get into. Yeah. But uh, so as it Turns out her dad was a car. Her dad was a car. He was part car. Yeah. It's actually a prequel to Titan. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty cool. <laughs> That's what I went with for my pairing. <laughs> Two 2021 car movies. <laughs> Titan and Drive My Car. I paired this with Ford v Ferrari. Titane's great, by the way. It's uh, it's very strange and great. It, but I want to. There's a slight detour I need to take right now because yeah. I discovered something on Hulu that really pissed me off the other day. Yeah. Because I watched this movie, Bad Luck Banging. What was it about? It's pretty funny, mm-hmm. uh, and it's it came out this year, and it's Radu Jude from Romania. Uh-huh. And the movie starts with this sex tape. And then the movie is that this sex tape has leaked and she's a teacher. And then the last, I don't know, third of the movie is this parent-teacher conference where she has to answer to all the parents. And it's about oh. how ridiculous Romania is and mm-hmm. the modern era. Mm-hmm. And it's come also like an essay film in the middle of it. It's just a wild mm-hmm. fucking ride. But... The beginning is an uncensored sex tape. Oh, okay. And uh, so you see everything. Uh-huh. And uh, in the Hulu version, okay, mm, I put on the other day to just see. I was like, I wonder what they're going to do with this. And it has a big censored screen. Whoa. And it says, like, censorship... Uh, means profits or something like it, they at least got to put that, but they had to censor the the sex in it. Man, 
So um, that's all to say uh, Disney can go fuck itself. Yeah. Would you say this name? The name of it was Bad News Bears. (laughs) 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 It's called Bad Luck Banging Ah. or Looney Porn. Looney Porn. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. So, yeah, they, they go to have a drink and, you know, they... Uh, the conversation pretty quickly goes to uh, Oto, the um, the wife, mm-hmm. um, and you know he Takatsuki is saying he he really connected with Oto's writing, and he yeah. thought that what Oto and Yosuke do are similar. Yeah, um, and Yosuke's like, oh, how you know? And he says like, you know, you, you guys focus on the finer details that maybe nobody will ever notice. Mm. Um, and you know, he 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 went to go find this because he heard about it, and he doesn't do theater, but he wanted to do it because he thought he might be able to get closer to Oto. Right. And yeah. you get the idea that it's similar. Why Takatsuki is fucking cast in this is that right. Yasuke wants to get closer to. Oto. Right. Yeah. They the they are both using each other to get closer to Oto. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they and, both and it's like out of this quest to understand her more, mm-hmm. which, you know, as it goes, we kind of figure is fruitless. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It is. Yeah. Um and we do get um a big conversation about uh, yeah. that among other things. And I'm pretty later. sure I have that in its entirety on here, the quote. So oh good, yeah. There's a few quotes I'm gonna read that are long in this. Um but uh yeah, we'll get to those. They're good. Um so we also understand that there's some kind of scandal that has yeah. hit Takatsuki in some yeah. way, and he is now a freelancer. Mm-hmm. Um they're discussing like, well, can't you just not hook up with these women you don't know? And Impossible. he's he's like, well, don't a lot of women come up to you? And he's like, yeah, you don't have to say yes. Right. And so there's this whole, you know, you, you Which, definitely get the idea that they are two very different men. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and he really has a chip on his shoulder about this scandal. Yes. Which we don't find out and, about until the very end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he, and it seems like he's got a chip on his shoulder in general. In general. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because he's he he does he is, he constantly... is a handsome actor, but maybe people don't take him seriously. Uh, yeah, um, he seems to. Yeah, he does have some kind of chip on his shoulder. Right, right, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, he uh, Takatsuki says he's jealous of Yosuke because um, you know he got to know Oto so much more. Right, and uh, and then we hear a phone camera go off. Oof, and. Yep. And Takatsuki just he fucking just, blows up. Yeah, he does not. He's like, goes over to the the person who took the picture. He's like, delete it. Yeah, and he's it's like, just it's super intense. And he really uh, and Yasuke just gets up and leaves. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm not. And Takatsuki kind of chases after him. He's like, hey, so, you know, like, uh, mm-hmm. sorry, I'm like, oh, I'll see you tomorrow. And you know, it's it's very an an awkward ending to an awkward night. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. But, because I think that I I think that. Um, Yosuke is realized that he's not going to get what he thought he was going to get out of that yes. conversation because yes. and he, he he's going to keep trying. Yeah, yeah, of course um, he is. And I'll say he ends up mostly successful on on the conversation front. I think so. Um 
But, uh, but, you know, his goal is to, you know, both of their goals are, like they said, was to get closer to Oto. And, and they don't do that. It doesn't happen. Yeah. Not not in this conversation. It's true. Yeah. Um, and, you know, arguably. At all. Yeah. Um, Although yeah. the way we get there is nice. It is. And I love yeah. it. Um, but, uh, yeah, the next day at rehearsal, he's really going hard on Tukotsky, mm-hmm. Um Saying, like, no, don't read it like that. He's reading it right. Copy him. Yeah. And it's, it's really insulting. It is. And uh so he's he's really going hard on him. Um at this point the uh the young woman from uh Taiwan. Taiwan uh her name's Janice Chang. Mm-hmm. Um and Janice. uh Janice. Not doesn't look like a Janice, but uh, we'll stick with it. And uh she pipes in like we're not robots. We're not robots. Like we can't just in and you know, it's, yeah, it's, we we're not it's just, really yeah. illustrating the, the frustration that a lot of these actors are feeling because he's right. not being totally clear, mm-hmm. but he is having them memorize the rhythm of something. Yeah, there's there's a method to his direction. Yes, you know, yes. To this but process. He, he, it would be nice if he fucking told them. That would be great. Um, <laughs> and he says, like, uh, you know, you just need to read the text. Mm-hmm. And you kind of get this like kind of huffiness back, yeah. you know, yeah, from all the actors, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, and uh, at this point, uh, one of my favorite scenes is coming up uh, where they're in the car and they are driving uh, Yoon Su home, the yeah. uh, translator, yeah, the dramaturge, if you yes. will. I know it's hard to keep track of these names, so I'm going to keep right. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll try to make it as clear as we can, throughout. but um. Yeah, Yunsu then invites Yosuke in for dinner, mm-hmm. and then he also includes the driver Masaki. Yeah, and she's very like, "Oh, I don't. Like, uh, I'll just stay. In the I'll just car. stay in the car." Like, uh, I don't and uh, Yosuke's like, "Well, I mean, he's going to be weird if you don't go in, so you should just go in. Yeah, just come on. Hey, come on." And uh, so she does go in, mm-hmm. and. Yoon Su, as they're driving up, is like, you know, there's there's something that I need to apologize yeah. for, yeah. and I, I'll do it it's once like, we get yeah, to my house. You'll see what it is once we get to my house, yeah. And uh, as soon as we get there, uh, he goes in, Yoon Su goes in, and then the deaf woman from earlier comes mm-hmm. out of the house. Yeah. Uh, her name's Yoon Ah. Mm-hmm. Um, just to make it a little more confusing. Yep. Um, but uh, it's, it's the. Because the last name is first. Yes. They're, yes. But they're, they're the Yoons. Yes. Well, this is... Um... No, because Khan would be his last name. Because he's Yoon... Yoon-su. It's Khan Yoon-su. So it would be... Yoon-su is his first name. And oh. Yoon-ah is her first name. Because the way Korean names work is you have two first names. So like That's Bong right. Joon... And then Ho is his last name. That's right. I was thinking of so Japanese where the the family know. name is I think so. First. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um but so they go in and uh, they're eating dinner. Um we learned that uh this translator has learned to sign for uh this woman he loved. Yes. Yuna, and that he um, you know, she used to be a dancer and she had a miscarriage mm. and her body would not dance anymore. Yeah. Which is so fucking sad. It's really sad. Um, 
but um so you know and she she becomes very depressed um she is married uh yunsu mm-hmm. and he he goes through this whole thing of like i wasn't sure that i wanted to bring her to japan because she had her whole family in korea mm-hmm. and different friends who could sign right <clears throat> and he said but i realized that i can listen to her like a thousand people and it's like this dude's such a fucking sweetie. Oh, I know. Because like, it's not it's not done where it's like, oh, what a selfish prick. Right. You know, thinking he can listen to her like that. But no, he does. He, I mean he Yeah, he the is, thing is like he's he, living up they to are, that. They are so in love. Right. Yeah. And it's so like it's so it really is beautiful. Yeah. It's really sweet. Um But like the fact that she used to be a dancer. Yeah. Like, I think that it, it leads really well into her ability to play this part. Yeah. Because it is... It's super physical. Yes. And, and, and you know, like, her being uh, a signer, like, that, yeah. that like, it's... You're using your body to, to communicate. And then she's also, like, used to expressing herself with, with her face, both from that and from being a dancer. So it's, yeah. like... Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking perfect. It's really cool. Um, and she's just, like... So, like both of them. Are well, there's so, such a there's like, such a like dynamic, yeah, shown at the table where yeah. you know she'll sign something, he'll laugh and then say what yeah. it is to them. And, yeah, you know she's making fun of him. Like she she puts like a potato on a plate and then like says something and he says he, she says that looks like me. And <laughs> yeah. you know it's it's just this kind of like you know it's very lighthearted and like it's it is by far the sweetest stuff in the movie. I'd say yeah yeah yeah. Um, but. Uh, uh, at this point, uh, Yunsu asks Yusuke about uh, the driving. Yeah. Uh, how how do you like uh, Masaki's driving? And he starts going into this thing about like how you know he loves it and that um, uh, she's such a good driver that a lot of times he forgets he's in a car mm-hmm. and he forgets that she's even there. Yeah. And uh, it's clear that he kind of thinks that's maybe insulting. Mm-hmm. But like she's, she is uncomfortable with getting this well, praise. I think she's uncomfortable with being noticed. Yes, at she's all. not. Uh, she's not offended. She yeah. is just like, oh shit, uh, I don't like. And this. like you also can see it means something to her that that mm-hmm. somebody is complimenting. Yes, her. Yeah, because uh, she clearly doesn't get that very often. Right. Um, but what's great about this scene is, as she gets uncomfortable, she kind of just goes down below the frame. Mm-hmm. And you go, where the what the fuck is, is she just crawling under the table or something? Yeah. But then <laughs> you realize, like pretty early on, I'm like, oh, she's petting the that dog from earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she's you know, just... y- this is also the first time we get to see that she really loves dogs, mm-hmm. um, which which yeah. does come back. Um, but uh, yeah, so she's she's kind of uncomfortable, and as they're driving yeah. back, um, he's like, I really did mean that about the driving, yeah. mm-hmm. and. Uh, and he even says something like, you know, isn't that annoying that, like, I don't even realize you're here sometimes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. she doesn't seem to doesn't think care. it's as She's, offensive as she, he does. She probably loves it. You know? <laughs> to not be seen, yes. for sure. Um, but, yeah, they kind of begin talking. And, um, you know, we, we learn that she's from Hokkaido, mm-hmm. which is the northernmost region of Japan. Yeah. Um, closest to, to Russia. Yeah. Um, a very rural yeah. Um she talks about how she learned to drive 
and uh, her her mom worked at a nightclub in Sapporo, which is like, I think it's like Where's, south. I don't know where. Um, it's it's still in Hokkaido. Yeah, that's probably the biggest place in Hokkaido is Sapporo. Okay, yeah. Um, and you know because they got the manufacturing of right. the beer and yeah. sake. Yeah, in Sapporo, and so you know they got several manufacturing things, and it's it's a big enough area, but. Um, I mean, that's where tourists go in Hokkaido. Yes. If anywhere. Yeah. Um, but it's like, I think it's like Southwest of Hokkaido. Okay. Um, it's in Hokkaido, but, um, so her mom worked at a nightclub in Sapporo and would take the train, Mm -hmm. but the train station was an hour away from the, where they lived. Right. And so she would drive her mom when she was 15. Yeah. Driver to the train driver station. to the train station and back. Yeah, uh, every day, and uh, her mom would want to sleep during those two hours that her daughter was driving her. Right, and so if she did anything in the car that would wake her mom up, hit a bump, her mom would like... would kick her seat and then beat her when she got home. Yeah, yeah. So she learned so to it's drive this, like fear based skill that yeah she it's it's really um, fucked up yeah but she yeah so th- this is where she learned how to drive so uh so smoothly smoothly yeah 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 and uh so you know we we, we get hints that she has this tragic past yeah you know we don't know everything about it yet but um and i don't know if we'll ever learn everything about it but uh um, right but we definitely learn more but the uh next day they are driving to hiroshima and mm-hmm. uh he passes Takatsuki and Janice. Janice from Taiwan. Yeah, uh, in the car together. Mm-hmm. Um, another interesting thing about this is the driving in Japan is mm-hmm. like England. Yeah, yeah, it's on the other side. But this car is, is... like an American car, right? Where yeah, the the steering wheel's on the left. Yeah, but all of the roads. That's true, yeah. But every other car has a steering wheel on the right in Japan. Yeah. So when he passes Takatsuki, he's actually driving. Right, right. Um, and that's uh, that's something that I didn't pick up on right away. Yeah. So yeah, like, what the hell? And but that's also like a also like a testament to how well she drives. Is like yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, just seamlessly hopped in. It's like yeah, okay. To a totally different yeah yeah you're on a different side of the road right a lot of us couldn't do that let's be honest. i couldn't you can barely drive <laughs> on the right down the the american way yeah i can't I, I just run into stuff all the time hey my car is it looks awful my my, my car is just filled with body parts my, <laughs> just uh like underneath and stuff not yeah, inside yeah. the you car didn't, you didn't, it's not like you're collecting body parts it's just like no not on purpose they're just caught on yeah. the bottom of your car yeah 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 yeah, yeah. um but uh, yeah, so they um, they pass Takatsuki and Janice in the car, and then they pass them again because they have rear-ended somebody. Yes, and uh, then they are obviously late. Well, and Takatsuki, uh, Takatsuki, <laughs> Takatsuki, um, looks very embarrassed. Yes. That he's been seen really both times he gets passed. Yeah, first he's embarrassed that he has seen that he's clearly having sex with Janice yes. now, which is yeah. kind of 
fucking up the role a little bit in his head, I think. Um, right. Because where, the, like, the, it's if this he's Uncle Vanya. It's this unrequited yeah. love in, yes. in Uncle Vanya. And he's like, oh, if you're actively having sex with her, yeah, then, then how are you going to ruining yeah. this dynamic? Yes, exactly. And um, so he, he kind of chews them out. Yeah. In the uh, in the rehearsal, uh-huh. it's pretty uncomfortable. But yeah, because like there's a point where um, he's asked. I think he's talking to Janice, where he's like, um, or no, he's he's talking to Takatsuki and asking like, you know, what, what were you doing? He's like, oh, she just needed somebody to talk to. It's like you don't speak the same language. Yeah. What were you yeah. doing? What was yeah. she... she said? Well, that's weird because she doesn't speak Japanese and you don't speak English. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, I did not think about that. Uh, um. <laughs> uh, 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 I have to pee. I have to go. <laughs> and so he seems in a kind of a bad mood, and he asks if Masaki can drive him somewhere that she likes in mm-hmm. Hiroshima. Yeah. And, and uh, where do they end up? The dump. <laughs> it's the classiest place in all of Hiroshima. <laughs> and so you also... Um, it is actually a very clean looking dump oh yeah and it's like futuristic yeah i mean fucking japan but uh, (laughs) the coolest dump i've ever seen and uh, it's a really cool building uh and also she has a connection to this because this is when Mm -hmm. she first came to hiroshima right she drove the garbage truck yeah it was like that was yeah her first job and um so yeah we um we have a little more conversation um Mm -hmm. about her background um, where she says five years ago that her house was destroyed in mm-hmm. Hokkaido by a mudslide. And her mom died in the mudslide. Mm-hmm. And it's where she got her face scar. Yes. Her car broke down in Hiroshima, so she settled and drove garbage trucks. Man, so she drove a while. Yes, I have mm-hmm. uh, I have looked up how long it takes to drive from Hokkaido, which... You know, when you do Google, it's the middle of Hokkaido. So I don't right, know where, right, exactly right. where she's from. Yeah. But the middle of Hokkaido to Hiroshima is 28 hours driving. Boof. It is the entirety of Japan, essentially. Yeah. Um, I mean, you could be on one of the southern islands, I guess. But, but the like, mainland you know, mm-hmm. Japan, I mean, I don't know if it's even called that because it's all an island. But right. driving all the way up the side and then taking a ferry to Hokkaido yeah. is, is how they go it's, in the movie. Even. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, she tells him that she really likes his car mm-hmm. and that he's clearly taken a lot of care of it and it makes her want to take care of it too. Right, yeah. And uh, and then he opens up and tells her about his wife and that's who they're listening to in the car mm-hmm. and that she died and does that freak her out? Yeah. Is it weird? Like, <laughs> no, I really love the voice is what she says. Yeah. Um, and uh, Well, I think, you know, and it's also like... There's there's this idea um, that Hamaguchi has talked about before about the conversations that happen within a car and has uh, compared it to a confessional in kind of this like oh, l- wow. liminal space. Well, in the way he shoots it, it is is like that. Then you have several like you know, especially like I think uh, later on and and now you have some big dialogue scenes in the car. Yes, yes. Um, so there's this. Uh, there's, yeah, like I think he compared it like to this like liminal space where you get in a car in one location 
time passes, you step out of this same box in a different location. Yeah. And, you know, so much can happen within that little box, especially with with another person. If it's just, you know, two people in a car having a conversation, it's like, oh, yeah, he he found himself um, able to be more open in conversation because a lot of times you're trying to fill the dead air. But it's also he talks about this idea of facing the same way. Both of you are facing front. You're not facing each other and you're having this conversation. It's like you're moving forward towards the same I like that. Uh, yeah. The uh, location or destination. And um, it kind of just opens up these conversations because like you're alone in your car. Yeah. You yeah. It's hurtling towards death. Aren't we all baby? <laughs> Especially when you're driving towards a cliff. Yeah. Can thumb on the weeds. Yeah. They were. <sighs> now that Man. was a hell of a car movie. <laughs> Talk about car movies. Maximum uh, Overdrive. Now do, that's a car movie. I do. Uh, I do uh, like to do movie mashup posters in my yeah. free time, and I thought a fun one for this would be um, Drive My Cars Two, <laughs> <laughs> where they're just driving like Lightning McQueen or something. <laughs> just the two of them in Lightning McQueen, <laughs> having conversations about their dead mom and dead wife. Yeah. I would. I'd be much more likely to watch Cars Two if if that was there. Yeah. I also like that it's Cars Two. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Cars One's garbage. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about it. I want more Mater. Hey, give me some Mater. Um, she uh, she also says like she, uh, listening to the play has made her interested in the play and yeah. like how how it's being done and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so the next day is this rehearsal in the park. And it, it which is a. Beautiful scene, but she's it sitting there. And I, I kind of feel that Yosuke has done that on purpose because yes. he knows that she'll be out there and he wants them she he wants her to be a part of this the audience or yeah. you know. Yeah. He wants he, her to see it. I think yeah, the, the significant aspect is that he is now thinking of Misaki. Yes. Yeah. Because um, she looks kind of surprised when they all start coming up and like sitting around. She's like, "Well, what are you doing? Yeah, I'm not yeah, a part of this. Yeah, <laughs> it's great." But so there's this rehearsal in the park, and um, it's this great performance between Janice and Yuna. Uh, Yuna yeah, uh, who's doing sign language, and it's so they really powerful. like seem to escape into it. Yeah, and it really impresses Yosuke, and he says. Like I think we're ready to move on, mm-hmm. um, and wh- I, what I want is exactly that. exactly this. Yeah, on stage. Yeah, um, recreate that on stage in its entirety. I think is what yes. it says. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, when they get in the car, Masaki thanks him for today, mm-hmm. and he goes, "For what?" And she's like, "Nothing. Never mind." And uh, you know, so she she can tell that he did that on purpose, but he's playing coy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Uh, Takatsuki comes up to the car and he wants to go for another drink with Yasuke. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and he's, yeah, he like hops in the back seat. Yes, because his car is fucked up from the, the accident. <laughs> and um, so he uh, he's asking Yasuke why he isn't playing Uncle Vanya. Mm-hmm. And Yasuke says that he is just, he's he's too terrified. Right to do Chekhov on stage, that it, it, it really, you know, he it becomes a part of him, and he can't he can't do that again. Right, too scared. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, Takatsuki thinks that the role doesn't really suit him, and he's kind of worried that he's not going to be able to pull it off. Right. And I mean, he can't. He's a joke. <laughs> he's a fucking joke. <laughs> uh, but Yasuke says, like, you know, I mean, I can see why you're worried. You can't control yourself very well. Mm-hmm. You know, and like you're you're attacking people, and you're 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 having sex with people, and you know, right? You don't have your shit together, man. Well, and it's part of part of what uh, he was trying to get at a little bit during the rehearsals, where they're you know kind of like uh, just wrote reading this script is you have to kind of disappear into the words, and he brings that up later, where it's like you have to kind of wash yourself away and and let these words inform you, and if you are. Yes. If you're not able to control yourself, you can't, you're not going to let the words. Yeah. You can't submit yourself to the words. Yes. Yeah, yeah exactly. So yeah. that's, that's essentially like what he's trying to get at. And I don't think Takatsuki is, is no. getting it. No, he doesn't get it. Um, but uh, yeah, this guy, uh, you hear the phone camera go off again mm. and uh, Yasuke gets up and kind of stops it from escalating. Yeah. And he's, you know, like you can't fucking do this. And, He's saying, like, let's wrap it up. Um, I'll take you. Yeah. And uh, Takatsuki goes outside to get in the car. And then he sees this other guy taking a picture of him. And uh, he goes after him. Yeah. Um, But we don't see what happens. And then. And he comes back out of breath and they get in the car. And this is uh, one of the more powerful scenes. Yeah. Um, The car conversation with Takatsuki. Yeah, this is this is a it's a big one. Yeah, yeah. Um, he uh, he's kind of saying that he wanted to feel Oto's screenplays again. Yeah, because he he was saying that he's empty. Yes, and the only time that he felt anything was when he was uh, reading and performing Oto's screenplays. Yeah, yeah. And so he thought that by doing this, he would feel that again because, like he said earlier. He felt like they uh, did the same thing with their writing. Yes, yeah, very similar things. Um, and so. you know, he's having a hard time. Um, you know, Yosuke's not putting out like Oto did. Um, <laughs> he's really, just trying that. to have sex with Yosuke. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Yosuke tells um, he opens up about his daughter who died from pneumonia at the age of four, and he says that she would be twenty-three today. Which we've yeah. already learned is the age of Misaki. Yeah, we do so, get a we do get a cut. I think to her face. Yeah, and she notices. She realizes. Yeah. Oh. Oh man. And uh, and he's saying that after their daughter died, that both uh, Yosuke and Oto fell into just deep depression, and that Oto couldn't couldn't write anymore. Um, mm-hmm. or she was an she actor. was an actress before. Yeah. yeah. And so she she couldn't act anymore. Right. And uh, at some point, after they had sex, she would start telling him stories. Yeah. And then she wouldn't remember anything, as we've kind of gone over. And yeah. And the next day, he would tell it to her, and then she would make those into screenplays. Right. Um, which is also really interesting, really, just as far as like a filtering aspect yeah. of like, so now you've you've told the story in your way to him, mm-hmm. and now he's going to tell you what he got out of that story in his way, mm-hmm. and then you're now taking that as your basis for this. It's just uh, that's right. such a fascinating concept. It's yes, it's very cool. 
Um, but yeah, that uh, after their daughter died, they, their happy times were essentially over. Yeah. And, um, you know, the stories kind of became a bond that helped them overcome their daughter's death, mm-hmm. um, that they would, uh, you know, connect with. And, um, Yosuke at this point admits that he knows that she slept with other men. Right. And that he didn't want to lose her and he knew she loved him, but he wasn't sure what this was about and he didn't want to bring it up to her cause he didn't want to lose her. Yeah, like if you if you bring it up, you know, his fear is if if she knows that I know, what does that do to our relationship, yeah. which is at least somewhat like uh, working, you yeah, know? Like, yeah, in their own weird way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you can tell uh, Takatsuki's kind of tearing up. Mm-hmm. He knows that, you know. He's, he knows. It, it's like he's he's bummed to hear that this is something she did regularly and that he's a part of it yeah because it it also is it kind of cheapens him yeah because he wasn't the only one yeah that she did this with there were other young men yes um so you know that hurts oh yeah you're not special and uh and then at at this point uh takatsuki opens up and he asks if he can tell a story that oto told him Mm -hmm. and it's really interesting because he starts telling, and like you, you, you see this face on Yosuke where he's like, "Oh shit," mm-hmm. she told him stories too. Yeah, and then Oof. there's this look of relief on his face when it's the same story, right? It's it's the same. Um, the the the, the girl, girl coming into the guy's and, house, yeah, and leaving tokens, and leaving tokens, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I've heard this one." Um, and then it ends with someone coming in. You don't find out. Yeah, we don't know who the stranger. The Tukatsky says, "Oh, that's not where it ends." Yeah, and then you see this kind of hurt on Ooh, Yosuke's yeah. face, where like, oh because my God, that was this guy has yeah more story than I do. Yes, Ugh. which is like it really hurts him. Yeah, um, but uh, the new ending of this is the door opens and it's a burglar Mm -hmm. who sees her masturbating and tries to rape her and she beats the man to death. Yeah. She kills him. And then she leaves. Yeah. She washes the blood off of her, leaves the the dead burglar in the home. Yeah. And bounces. And the next day she's like, I just waiting for Mm -hmm. the fallout. And, and the to, guy comes to school. And to her terror, nothing. Nothing happens. The guy's normal. The world is the same. World's the same. And, and so she starts thinking, did I dream that? Am I crazy? Like, what What the fuck's going on? And so she goes, she goes back to the house. Mm-hmm. And now there is a surveillance camera in front of the house. Yeah. Meaning and, that she has changed the world in some way. And she also, it's it's either, I don't think that she uh, goes up and checks the pot, but the key. Yeah, she doesn't go there. in in this. I think in the in the book, she looks in the pot and there's not a oh, yeah. key. But I think they, they mention that she okay, notices yeah. that, like, you know, maybe the pot's gone. Yeah. I can't remember exactly how well, it Well, she out, goes back she knows... again. Cause, so she, she sees that there's a surveillance camera and keeps walking so she doesn't cause any attention right, to herself. Right. And then it just keeps bothering her that, like, ah, no, yeah, I yeah. killed this guy. Mm-hmm. I did that. And People need to know. Nobody's saying anything yes. about how this man is dead. And so I think that's when she goes back and sees the key's gone, too. Right. 
And she looks into the camera and says, I killed him over and over again. And that's the end of the story. Yeah. Which is great. Now we get this really long quote that I'm going to read from Tukatsky. He says, The proposition that we can look into another person's heart with perfect clarity strikes me as a fool's game. I don't care how well we think we should understand them or how much we can love them. All it can do is cause us pain. Examining your own heart, however, is another matter. I think it's possible to see what's in there if you work hard enough at it. So in the end, maybe that's the challenge, to look inside your own heart as perceptively and seriously as you can and to make peace with what you find there. If we hope to truly see another person, we have to start by looking within ourselves. Which is really the core message of this film. Yes. Is is working on yourself and understanding yourself rather than someone else to explain yourself. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, I think the, um, you know, there's a lot of stuff like, with uh, Yosuke, I think the only times you know he's he's a very stoic character. Yeah, throughout. Yes, yes. and the only time that you really get to see any kind of uh, emotion, and he talks about how like with especially Chekhov, there is like um, you find yourself in the words, or you find truth in the words of Chekhov, and mm-hmm. I think that he he relies on that. Um, to be himself. And I think he also relies on his relationship with Oto. Yeah. Yeah. And, and saw himself in his relationship with her. Yes. Yes. And thought that he knew her and, and always, and he's taught, he talked about seeing her uh, fully and knowing her, except there was a part of her that was dark that he was afraid of. And yeah, I think that uh, uh, Tkotsky, got to this point of like you are making that up uh-huh. she probably didn't that is not who she was and it's yeah. it's a fool's errand well, and Masaki has some cool things to say later yeah as far as you know what if she was just like that like what if there's yeah. no secrets like, right yeah and like this is like a huge part for Yosuke where he's realizing oh damn yeah. Like he he has he has not taken the time to get to know himself. Yeah. And like that is the only person Well, and he's almost the, used tragedy to define himself. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Know, and and that's not healthy. Yeah. Um yeah. <laughs> but I mean there's just so much to say with this that's so uh, just oh yeah. beautiful thoughts yeah. um and really heavy at times mm-hmm. um I do like that after this conversation, when Takatsuki gets out, uh, Yosuke goes uh, and he gets in the passenger side. Yeah, and to this sit is next to Masaki. This is big because it's it's uh, a total change of character, and the way we show that is is by changing yeah. his literal position in it's, this car. That is, yeah, that's awesome. Because um, I think beforehand he was like, "I have to sit in the back. This yeah, is my place. Yeah. This is who I am. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a back sitter. I'm being driven. <laughs> yes. yes, but then." He's like, oh, I need to change this. Yeah, and you can you can see Masaki realize it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're talking, and and she after Takatsuki gets out, she's like, I think he's telling the truth. I mean, at at the very least, he's telling what is true to him. Mm-hmm. Like he's not lying to you. Yeah, 
Yeah. And it's kind of this silent understanding moment, and he hands her a cigarette. Yep. And he's told her not to smoke in there, and she's like, are you sure? Like, yeah. And he's like, yeah. And then he lights up, too, and they open the, the, the sunroof. sunroof. And there's this fucking great shot of their two hands holding cigarettes. It's so cool. Out, up, up the sunroof. Such a cool image. Love it. And like I, I know that this movie is not a, a, a romantic movie and that that is not their relationship. I think I think some people yeah. see that. Yeah, which really fucks up the whole message, but it does it just undercuts the whole <laughs> if you, movie. If you don't listen to anything else, I guess you can make it work. If you watch this three hour movie and think you, that they end up together, you wasted three hours <laughs> you of your life. It. <laughs> um so yeah, the next day at rehearsal, he compliments Takatsuki for the first time that we see. Um, and you can tell it really means something to him. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're on stage now. They're yeah. now staging it, yeah. uh, and still with no audience. Yeah. Um, but they're they're running through it, and um, the police come in. Mm, no. And they're asking for Takatsuki. What do you do? <laughs> And uh, they're like, hey, can we talk to you somewhere else? And he's like, here's fine. And they say that the other day, did you beat up a man? Because he has now died in the hospital. Yeah. And he admits it right away. Like, there's no... Yeah, he knew. He doesn't fight it. Yeah. Um, It kind of... He's kind of, like, satisfied. It's weird. It is weird. He gets real creepy. He almost seems like he thinks he deserves it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I got out of it. But right. he uh yeah, he goes with them. He's just a bad boy, man. And uh we get a scene where uh it's like outside of the police station mm-hmm. and it's um uh Yunsu mm-hmm. and uh the the woman the woman who's in charge who's of in the charge of the theater? the the theater, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um but she's like, Well, we need to talk about what we're gonna do about the play. Yeah, and he's like, right now, and they're like, yes, right now, we have to. Yep. Um, it's <laughs> and she says we need to either cancel the play, mm-hmm. or you need to play Vanya because you know the part. Yeah. And he's like, I he's can't like, play I Vanya. Can't. I can't. And they're like, well, then we have to cancel it. Well, we can't do and that. Like, uh. <laughs> and he's like, can you give me some time? And they say, we can wait two days. Yeah. But that's it. Yeah. He says, okay. And so then he's talking to Masaki and he says, hey, can you show me where you grew up? And she says, there's nothing there. That's all right with you. He says, yes. Mm -hmm. So now the long road trip to Hokkaido starts. Yeah. If I were, uh, if I were her, I'd be like, are you you sure? (laughs) Really far it's pretty lame. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, she will not let him drive yeah, to Hokkaido at all. He's like, hey, uh, we should probably like take, take turns. turns. It's a 28-hour drive. And she's like, I can, I can go a day without sleep. Yeah. And I can sleep on the ferry. Yeah. And she does. And she does. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, she, she drives a long fucking time. She does. Uh, <laughs> that seems like a nightmare to me. <laughs> And uh, but it is a really pretty drive. It is. It's I a mean, cool driving scene. I'm sure not all of Japan I'm looks sure. exactly like that. But, but. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely. Man, I'd love to go to Japan. Yeah, 
It'd be pretty cool. Um, I thought it was more drivable than it is, but learning <laughs> yeah, but that it's 28 hours to get from one end to the other is not. surprising to me. Yeah. It's a lot longer than I thought. And I, I think it's also probably, I don't know if like the rural roads, like it's pretty like yeah. Japan can get pretty mountainous. Yeah. I was so, looking at like what was recommended to get uh-huh. from Hiroshima to Hokkaido. Most of them are flights. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. Or a yeah. combination between like flights and train. Because they do have oh, bullet trains. Right. That's true. Um, and that's how a lot of people will go through Japan is bullet trains. Yeah. But um, Man, I wish we had that. That'd be smart. Yeah. I wish we even had just like trains that went. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, a in Oklahoma decent. City, we can go to, to Dallas. F- no. Fort Worth. Fort Worth. That's right. Not even <laughs> Not Dallas. Not even Dallas. <laughs> Fantastic. And, and takes... then from Fort Worth, we can then go north. That's true. We have to go like, well, I say three hours south, but by train, it is like four hours. For yeah, it's faster to drive. Yes. Yes. Great, man. Um, But so they start opening up about kind of their, their at, at the very least, perceived demons. Yes. And, you know, it's kind of this, they, they both see themselves as guilty. Right. Not each other, I wouldn't say necessarily yeah yeah, yeah. um but um he tells of oto's last day and Mm -hmm. that he didn't actually have anything going on that day yeah he just didn't want to he was gonna go for a drive once she said can we talk later he he just drove all day yeah and he drove like in the night and Mm -hmm. he was afraid to go home yeah and when he got home she was dead and so he thinks that he might have been able to save her Right. Um, Which, if it, you know, and it's obviously it's unknowable. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, obviously you would be doing that in your head. Right. I, I get that. Yes. But, uh, you know, I think you could very comfortably say, well, it's not your fault. Yeah, yeah, That yeah. she had a brain aneurysm. You, yeah. You know. Yeah. Unless you gave her brain aneurysm pills. Which she did. Well. Did you not see that part? I missed that. It's a deleted, it's at the, it's a deleted scene. <laughs> it's in the outtakes. Post, yeah. Post-credit scene. <laughs> um. And uh, as soon as he says that, she just says, I killed my mother. Mm-hmm. And he like looks what? at her real fast like, wait, what? <laughs> and You're telling me this just now? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she talks about her scar. It's from, from that day. Yeah. And she's been told like that it can be a lesson, but she doesn't feel like erasing it. <clears throat> right. And she talks about how... She could have saved her mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, she escaped the landslide, mm-hmm. and she saw it was about to do some more, but she didn't go in to save her mom. Yeah. That she let the landslide take the house away with her mom in it. Right. Right. And so they both consider themselves killers. And and I think in a way, I mean, I think that they both do consider themselves killers. But I think that, um, I think that she was telling that story so immediately to almost make him realize that he didn't actually kill her. Yeah. Like if you killed your wife, I killed my mom. Yeah. There is a little bit of that. So if you don't, and sadly at this moment, he agrees. They're both killers. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Which is a pretty wild thing that like, yeah. Cause he, cause he has this line where he's like, if I were your father is this is this where that line yeah he's like if i were your father i would hold you and tell you 
that yeah. it's not your God. fault. And yeah. You couldn't have done anything about it. But you killed your mom. Yeah. But we killed. We killed yeah. them. Like he's like, I'm essentially saying, but I'm not. Which is your almost father. like his guilt matters more to him at this moment than comforting her. Yes. Yeah. Um, which is really a, a fascinating bit. But um they um now they're on the ferry and we get the the TV going and it's talking about Takatsuki um killing a man who uh, he punched in the face yeah and i guess he also had like some illicit relationships with young women yes, which is why he is... Was, which is why he went freelance yes went freelance <laughs> i decided i didn't need an agency i was going to go <laughs> on <decided>. my own <laughs> and uh they um they're now they're in very like back roads it's snowy they stop somewhere to get some flowers yeah mm-hmm. um and uh she's saying that it's changed a lot and they're they're trying to find her old house. Yeah, and this is this uh, once they get to Hokkaido, uh, it the car stands out so much because it's a snowy background yes. in this like bright red car. Dude, and if it was yellow, it wouldn't have worked as well. No, no, throughout the um, whole movie, like, yes, cause, because even because Hiroshima having red, yeah, um, I think that with yellow, it kind of would have blended in, right. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I, it, it, it was a great choice, I think. Yeah. Um, changing the color. And even like, you know, the, 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 uh, something we don't talk about a whole lot on, on this pod is like color grading and color correction, like coloring movies. Yeah. Yeah. This movie was beautiful. Like, yes. and it doesn't stand out except for the car a little bit. Yeah. But yeah. like, I was watching, I was like, this movie is, yes. This movie looks clean. It is really, yeah. yeah. It's, it's done well. And there's like kind of, it's light blues kind of sometimes yeah. and, and but then that that pop of red really yeah. it's great it's fucking perfect even the costuming it's like they're they're kind of like gray tones it's like yeah. black white gray tones yeah. kind of stuff yes. so that kind of even sticks out there it's cool like yeah. it's great yeah mm-hmm. um they uh they find the house uh, or what was once the house mm-hmm. and uh misaki starts talking about her mom Yes. Um, and her mom had this alternate personality mm-hmm. who was this child yeah. named Sachi. Yeah. And was always very nice. And as mm-hmm. she's telling this, she's throwing like a flower, like while she's talking. Like individual like, flowers. Individual from flowers from this bouquet. Yeah. Which is really a, a, a cool image. Um, but kind of, she's talking about this Sachi character and that all of her mother's goodness was condensed in Sachi. Right. And she would often come out after she would beat beat Misaki. Misaki. And so she's like, I I think it was her way of, I don't know if it was her way of keeping me around. Mm -hmm. If it was a survival method, but she loved Sachi. Yeah. It was, she said that like she was everything was her, that she loved in her mom. And it was her only friend. And it was her only friend. And which is so, whew, ugh, it's complicated. And as she's standing there watching this landslide, she realizes that Sachi is going to die as well. Mm-hmm. Her only friend. Mm-hmm. But she still didn't move. Yeah. And so she seems really like she's uh, clearly this haunts her. Yeah. And there's where she's kind of trying to get herself up out of this. 
ditch mm-hmm. and he actually physically comes into the ditch to help her get out, which well, he, I feel like ex- is so significant. He extends his hand and she's, she stops and she's like, it's, it's, it's dirty. dirty. And he's like, you know, I, you know, there's like this, uh, so this culture poignant. of cleanliness yeah. in Japan and like that, but especially like for she, like a worker. When I think there's like, also even a bigger thing of like, she doesn't want to bring him into her shit. I mean that too. It's it's a it's a complicated loaded yeah, gesture. For sure. And it's um, I, I really thought it was just a beautiful fucking It was beautiful. And then scene. like he like insists and he and, comes like, he, into the, the pit more. Yeah. yeah and to like, like show her I don't give a shit if I get dirty. Right. Kidding me? Um and so he helps her out of it. And they have a heart to heart about Oto and how like complicated and all-encompassing his feelings are. Mm-hmm. Um, and he finally breaks down. He starts crying. Um, and he hasn't like, really cried. He hasn't um, cried. Even at the funeral, he was very, like, he solemn, but he, he hasn't... He hasn't showed given much emotion at all. Any out, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so he starts crying, and uh, she hugs him. Ugh. It's so beautiful. And, he, and then he slowly hugs her back. Mm-hmm. And it's just the most... Uh, it's just so fucking beautiful. Yeah. Um, and he says, those who survive keep thinking about the dead. Mm-hmm. And that we must keep on living. Right. And we will be okay. Yeah. And it's, it's you get the feeling that there there was significant change that has happened here. Oh, yeah. Like this is. This is what both m- of them needed. It is monumental. Yeah. What has happened here. Um, and then we do like a, a quick time jump, uh, not very far, but mm-hmm. now Yosuke is playing Vanya again. Yeah. So so now we see that she is reconciled with her past and he is reconciled with his. Yes. She was able to visit Hokkaido. He's able to play Vanya. Yes. Super significant. Yes. Um, and uh, I think also knowing Vanya... Um, you realize that now we're at like the end of the play. So meaning he's gotten past that part he couldn't get past before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which is cool. Yeah. Um, he is very out of breath. You can tell it's taken a lot out of him. Yeah. Uh, but then he, he comes back in to, yep. uh, to finish the play mm-hmm. um, with the Chekhov's gun. And yeah. um, uh, we get the final scene of Uncle Vanya, which is a very touching, mm-hmm. um, where the professor has left with his wife, mm-hmm. things are going back to normal, and Uncle Vanya is saying how depressed he is and how he just kind of wants to die. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this whole aspect where he has uh, stolen some uh, morphine, mm-hmm. and Sonia knows about it, and she's like, please give that back. Like, don't kill yourself. Yeah. Um, I do want to read the final thing oh, yeah, the, yeah. from Vanya. Um, so this is Sonia. And so and this is in, uh, in, in this is my the, car. This yes. is in Korean sign language. And Which, so she's, she's wrapped her arm. God, she's embraced, she's embraced him and is signing to him from like while, Embracing him. Yes. It's and it is fucking beautiful. Just so beautiful. And so Vanya says, you know, 
Dearest child, how hard it is. Oh, how hard it is. Sonia, what can be done? We have to go on living. Uncle Vanya, we will go on living. We will live through a long, long series of days. No end of evenings. We will patiently bear the ordeals that fate sends us. We will label f- labor for others both now and in our old age, knowing no rest. But when our time comes, we will die meekly, and beyond the grave we will tell how we suffered, how we wept, how bitter we felt, and God will take pity on us. And you and I, Uncle Vanya, dear uncle, shall see a life bright, beautiful, exquisite. We shall rejoice and look upon our present unhappiness with forbearance, with a smile, and will be at peace. I believe, uncle, I believe intensely, passionately. Kneels before him and lays her head on his hands in a weary voice. We'll be at peace. It goes on a little more, but I just, that is, that is so beautiful. And it is, I do see a little cynicism in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that, you know, we'll work our way to death and then we'll get to rest finally. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's so meaningful for this movie, um, mm-hmm. how that play ends is essentially it's, the reality that they came yes. to yeah. on this hill yeah. in Hokkaido. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's like, yeah, it is <clears throat> this beautiful moment of uh, art speaking yeah. truth to well, And, and just you realize like what a fucking genius choice it was for Hamaguchi to include Uncle Vanya in such a big role in this yeah because this is not in it's not it's mentioned but it's 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 i mean this is a mirror to the rest of the story yeah um which is really cool but so now we get um we get that final scene of the play and it plays out people clap Mm -hmm. fade to black Mm -hmm. and i was like wow what a great movie yeah and then it pops back in oh we're not done we get a little ending from asaki yeah Masaki is now shopping, and it is a, a Korean store, mm-hmm. um, which you might not notice um, if you sure. don't. I mean, yeah. you know, but uh, she goes out in the parking lot, and she walks up to this red Saab. Mm-hmm. She has his car. There's a dog in and there. There's a happy ass dog in the back Love seat. That dog. And uh, and now she's driving on the right. Mm-hmm. So meaning she yes. is in Korea, mm-hmm. and uh, she smiles while driving the car. Mm-hmm. And that's her ending. And so really and what, what this means to me yeah. is that the two of them have have learned how to move on and cope. Yeah, because in, in a lot of ways, that car was the ghost of his wife. Absolutely. And honestly, so. I think the whole cassette thing is meaningful. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's part of, part of uh, it being... Uh, stand in for Oto. Yeah. He's is, not going to find a new car with a cassette player. No. Um, so, like, that's him moving on. She's also moved on, literally, yeah. to Korea. Yeah. Um, and living, like, a life that she wants to live, it looks like. Yeah. She's not just, uh, you know, you don't know if she's still a driver or not. You don't no. know what she's doing. But she is, for the first time, has some autonomy. Yeah. Well, and really, her being in Hiroshima was so connected to the tragedy in -hmm. that she literally drove from that tragedy, broke down in Hiroshima. So it's always been connected to this other thing. So she she can never not think about it. And her being a driver, she was a driver for her mom. She drove dump trucks and now she's a driver for this theater company. Like she never 
stepped away from yeah the tragedy and trauma of her childhood and now she has yeah yeah i just it's a beautiful fucking movie yeah. um i i really loved it um it uh premiered at con mm-hmm. where it was up for palm door but it lost to titan which is a very different movie Still car based. Still car based. They really um, like cars and cars. <laughs> but this did win best screenplay, uh, of which mm-hmm. I think it very much deserved. Um, it is nominated this year for best picture, mm-hmm. which was a surprise, and I'm excited about it. Director, also a surprise. Mm-hmm. Adapted screenplay, kind of a surprise. Mm-hmm. And international film, which it's a it was a lock for. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I mean it deserves all the praise it gets i i really connected heavy it's incredible to this. incredible movie um yeah. so for my pairing yeah i'm gonna start i so i watched this once and then i watched uh, a few movies mm-hmm. uh, as possible pairings yeah and uh you know i watched some uh uh waiting for guffman Oh um, yeah, from which is a fucking blast. Christopher Guest, um, Columbus, which uh, by Kogonada, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. who um, also has a new movie right now. But uh, that I think is a great pairing. But it's not what I went with mm-hmm. um, because that is two people that are learning to move on from a stranger they just met. Yeah, um, and it's a platonic relationship between an older man and a younger woman, mm-hmm. and uh, I think it's really good. But I ended up going with something that I believe really enhanced my experience oh uh-huh for this movie yeah because uh, then i watch it again right after i watch those movies so yeah. i have spent six hours this week watching drive my car um not a bad six hours no pretty great um, and i will say like i know that we i think we mentioned it at the top this is a three-hour movie it does not feel like it it doesn't this movie kind of it drives by, by. <laughs> it drives on by <laughs> um but i went with 1994's Vanya on 42nd Street. You're going to sell the estate? And where do I go? And and uh, and Sonia here, please? Uh, and my mother, if I may be so picky in? Well, certainly. All in good time. One cannot do everything at once. No, one cannot. Um, oh, okay. So this is uh, Louis Mall. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, you know, he did My Dinner with Andre. Yeah. And uh, several other movies, but mm-hmm. uh, my dinner with Andre is significant in that it uh, also has the two stars of that. So, oh, uh, yeah, Wallace Shawn, yeah, and uh, Gregory. Um, can't remember his first name. Let me see here. Um, Andre Gregory. Andre Gregory. Okay. And so this is. It's in a dilapidated theater. Mm-hmm. In uh, on Forty Second Street. Yeah. And like they, they aren't even able to perform it on the stage because it's dilapidated. Yeah, they have like uh, all of this uh, netting mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on the ceiling to keep for, the roof for... from falling on people. <laughs> well, not to keep it from falling, to keep the rubble from hitting anyone. Yeah, because so, it's gonna yeah, fall. No, the, no, that's what I was meaning. Yeah, like to keep the rubble from the ceiling from hitting. It just catches all the rubble. Yeah, <laughs> didn't solve the problem. Just hey. put up a net. <laughs> New York's like. <laughs> Hey, it's fixed. It's all right. <laughs> Fuck it. Um, but uh, this is actually just a production of Uncle Vanya. And that's the whole 
movie for the most part is like yeah it, it and there's is not... some little breaks where like the actors kind of talk to some people and like there's a small audience uh yeah. people talking to andre yeah. gregory who is the theater director yeah um but yeah i mean it's really Cause... interesting and it's it's wallace sean is playing uncle vanya uh you got julianne moore um mm-hmm. as yelena mm-hmm. um you've got um uh what's her name from uh <laughs> um brooke smith mm-hmm. who is really good as um as sonia oh oh yeah 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 mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't know her she is the woman in the well in sounds of the lambs, of the lambs. <laughs> yeah so um but this I, movie i just it... knowing uncle vanya more because mm-hmm. this is the first time i ever watched mm-hmm. vanya being performed in any capacity yeah yeah um other than the small bits we got in in Drive Drive my car. car yeah 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 so but this is this is my ability to watch vanya i think really enhanced my watching of drive my car and not only time. not only does it do that it gets uh it's a movie about th- people in theater about theater actors yes it is not just a uh adaptation of uncle vanya i mean right. it is but it's like you're it getting, is more like yeah this, uh, it's a meta kind of meta yeah yeah for sure um yeah i watched some stuff about it um because I think you texted me that it was a movie you were thinking about, so I looked yeah. up some stuff. It looks yeah. phenomenal. I really liked it. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Um, so for my pairing, <clears throat> yeah, I think the the this idea of um, finding finding truth in art that you can't uh, explain with your normal self, yeah, um, yeah. is really interesting. And I think that that was a lot of uh, a lot of what this was was like they were. Um, Yosuke was was trying to had this idea that that you can find truth in the words of Chekhov. Yeah, there's yeah. truth that I cannot explain, that I can get to. Yeah. I can tap into it, and uh, I thought that idea was fascinating. Uh-huh. So I went with a movie that I thought touches on that a lot, and that is 2008's Synecdoche, New York. Synecdoche, Synecdoche, New York. <laughs> I won't settle for anything less than the brutal truth. Brutal. Brutal. But each day I'll hand you a scrap of paper. It'll tell you what happened to you that day. You felt a lump in your breast. You looked at your wife and saw a stranger, etc. Hayden. What? When are we going to get an audience in here? It's been 17 years. Uh, This is one of my favorite fucking movies. Yeah. Well, and, and so, we have to cover it in its entirety. Oh, and we we probably will. Yeah. It deserves a lot more than what we'll be able to say right now. God, it's so. Um, it's also really dense. It is. It is very dense. And but the thing that I loved was like this idea of um, this idea of finding truth in art. Yeah, and finding a way to pull from that. Uh, I think that this movie. Uh, literally shows you what that looks like when yes. you're trying to make your well, when you're trying it's to kind force of dream logic in that movie too. It is, yeah, but it's not. It's not a like a dream. No, it's not like a dream no. It's reality. Sequence. It's like yeah, yeah. Um, and so you're actually like seeing this like kind of abstract idea play out in yeah. the narrative of a movie, um, and how uh, kind of futile it is. Uh-huh. You know. Yeah. Um did you say the director? Oh yeah, Char- no, not yet. Charlie Kaufman. Yeah. 
directed this, wrote and directed this. Um, yeah. So of course it's going to be fucking uh, crazy, weird. Yeah, deep it's movie. funny, sad. It is every emotion you could possibly have in one yeah. movie, and it's incredibly well acted. Oh, like, Philip Seymour Hoffman, good. Diane Weist, Diane Weist. I fucking love Diane Weist. Yeah, and like there, I mean, there's just like I said, yeah. we will cover this movie at some point. Yeah, it's just but, phenomenal. But yeah, great, but great is, pairing too. And yeah. yeah, there's some little stuff about casting young people as old people. There's stuff about. Um, you know, theater production in general. Uh, there's definitely think, a lot yeah. to And really it. just like uh, this, like, you know, um, this idea of, you know, uh, the absurdity of life. Yes. There's aspects of that. A lot, and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, chasing life as an artist. Yeah. Trying to find a deeper meaning in it when there may not be any. Uh-huh. Is, uh, well, and then the the futility of staging life. Yes. In that, you know... Oh, well, I'm going to put myself in this play. Well, that means I have to cast a version of myself that casts that casts that you know, and like then it's yeah. like, oh, well, we got to have somebody who's and now playing keeps... the player and who's playing the player, player, player. You know, like and it just it's infinite. It's impossible to do, and, but it uh, is what it, yeah, uh, it's what artists have always been trying to do. Is like I want to imitate life. You can't. You can't do it. Sorry, it's too guys. complex. There's too many moving parts, and once you add something, it adds another thing that you have to then add into the thing. Yes. <sighs> yeah, it's crazy. But, but uh, what a phenomenal great movie. movie. Um, so is uh, uh, Drive My Car. Just fucking great, great flicks. Um, but yeah, that does it for this week. Um, next week, um, actually. Only a few days from right now, yeah, we will be releasing our Oscar predictions, um, which is just we're we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about uh, each category, mm-hmm. uh, what we think will win, what we want to win, and uh, and we're gonna lock in our predictions. We are gonna lock in our predi- our predictions, and then we're also um, going to be ranking uh, our uh, ranking the best pictures according yes, to us because now we have seen them all, ladies and gentlemen. Seen them all. Um, um, and then we're going to rank every single nominated movie. Actually, I'm doing that I on Letterboxd. I know you are. <laughs> <laughs> I had no doubt that my joke was your reality. Damn it. What an insult. Um, <laughs> it's a compliment. My joke is your reality. Um, but... <laughs> Yeah, so uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, Also, quickly followed by our predictions, we are going to release a Oscar reaction season ender Yes, um, right after the Oscars. Yeah, so, you know, late Sunday night, early Sunday morning, if you want to hear our reaction to the show. Yeah. The winners, losers, costume. How how bad the show was. Yeah, because it's it's probably not going to be good. They can't get it right no well they're always trying to be too popular yeah it's are like they a, still doing the uh that like uh popular movie category? i think so we got time for that but not to to not not to not to nominate uh or uh, show the winner or categories for the actual awards. for actual filmmaking yes and like, but uh, we'll go. We'll get into. Looks it. like fans like Spider Man. Big surprise! Hey, it was nominated for something. It's like this is what the box office is for, right? It That's, won the box office. Yeah. Be happy with that, you fucks. 
And also, like, is there any, like, <laughs> you can't be mad that this isn't nominated for an Academy Award. The people that if I have to watch that, 20 movies to understand what the fuck's happening. It's not well, its own thing. It's not, a fucking TV episode. Not only that, but, like, the people who are, who are yelling about uh, Spider-Man needing to be nominated are the same people who are definitely not going to be watching the Oscars. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Come on. Only if it was only Marvel movies. Jesus. Which they make enough. You could do it. I mean, Disney might take note. Well, they're going to be the only studio soon enough. So. That's true. That's what we'll get. Well, on that note, uh, thank you so much for listening. And uh, we will be in your ears twice within a week's time. Y'all ready for that? So, <laughs> thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. This podcast was created by Spike Alkire and Jake Kelly. The theme song is by Breck McGough. Thanks. Thanks.